Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. Who wants to walk with Elias? says I just whipped your ass. What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. I am the game. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. It is Thursday, June 21st, 2018. We are the podcast of the Millennium. Tonight we have plenty to talk about, including Vader Time Forever, pay-per-view recaps galore, and a big-ass firing. But first, our show is brought to you by QB54, the newest game taking over backyards and tailgates everywhere. Go to playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off of your order. Again, playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off of your order. That is... Play QB54 is the lead sponsor of our home network, NGSC Sports. Go to NGSCSports.com for more information about all going on with NGSC Sports. Tim Ryan, how you doing this week, boys? It's a, it's a bittersweet symphony uh, this week. A lot of good, uh, some not so good. You know, I started my week off with some really great news, and then immediately... Two days later, uh, the the exact opposite of good news. Yep, that's on me. That's Ryan. That one's on me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a timey-wimey loop right now. If you're hearing you're hearing us from about 45 seconds ago. That uh, That is not a mistake, even though it is a mistake. Um, yeah, of course, um, the unfortunate news of the week that is why we started um, with the 10-bell salute uh, WWE legend, uh, pro wrestling legend. Uh, Vader passing away um, on Monday uh, at age 63. He was uh, diagnosed with congestive heart failure in uh, November of 2016. His son tweeted the following uh, yesterday. It is with a heavy heart to inform everyone that my father, Leon White, uh, passed away Monday night at approximately 7.25 p.m. Around a month ago, he was diagnosed with a severe case of pneumonia. He fought extremely hard and clinically was making progress. Unfortunately, on Monday night... His heart had enough, and it was his time. Uh, some career highlights uh, of Vader. He was a two-time All-Japan Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion. He was an All-Japan World Tag Team Champion. A three-time IWGP Heavyweight Champ, IWGP Tag Champ. He was PWI's Wrestler of the Year in 1993. He was also number two in the 1993 PWI Top 500 uh, he was a WCW US champ, a three-time WCW World Heavyweight Champ. He was uh, voted Wrestling Observer's Wrestler of the Year in 1993. He was uh, elected into the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame in 1996. Uh, of course, among other things, these are just a few of the highlights um, that I picked off. Now, personally, for me, 
um, I really didn't get introduced to Vader until WWE. Um, you know, and, and his WWE run was not the best. Um, I also loved him in Boy Meets World. Uh, a, a huge Boy Meets World fan. Um, and those episodes to this day, uh, I absolutely love. So, um, but, but Tim, I think this one, I think it's pretty safe to say, probably, probably caught you the hardest out of, out of us. Yeah. And, and honestly, at first I didn't think it was going to like, when I first saw the news, I'm like, well, poop Vader's dead and it sucks. Um, we kind of expected it was coming just from all of his tweets and he had two years to live and, and things like that. But like his son tweeted that, you know, he had made progress and we had been seeing that on the dirt sheets and everything like that. But then I started to really think about it and I started thinking about like my favorite wrestler of all time, okay. Sting. Well, of course you remember, um, even as an adult, you go back and, when you think of things like why you like certain things or or what you what you see of as great um, as an adult, you kind of go back and you make a reference point of it from your childhood. And, and to me, Sting was my favorite wrestler at any given moment in time. Uh, it's a toss up. It's a three way tie between Sting, Undertaker and in the great Muda, depending on my time of day, uh, the temperature outside, anything like that. But then I wondered, like, why Vader hit me so hard. And it's because Vader was my first heel. You know, being a WCW guy, um, especially coming up, like I'm watching WCW at like six or seven years old. And see, this is this is the theme you know. Yes. WCW Vader theme. This is great. But man, when Vader's WCW theme hit. Somebody was getting their shit pushed in. <laughs> Man, you're you are back to getting the shit pushed in again. Though. But that's Vader. Like Vader was the the quintessential like big bully heel. Yes, I mean absolutely. I yeah. mean you, you look at him and like here's the deal. Like I mean we're all big guys, right? You know we know that like you know if we run or walk fast or anything, you know something's chasing things us are jiggling or... and moving. Like you look at Vader, and the guy was huge, but solid. He, you, I, I always imagined that if you hit Vader, it would be like me punching this table. Yeah, he was just like, like he was thick. big, but he wasn't fat, right? You know what I mean? He just had that had that look. But like former collegiate football player, yes. Um, I think one national national champion, right? I believe so. Not, I'm not entirely sure of his. I'm not Jim Ross by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. But, like, Vader also was, like, a before-his-time big man in, like, moonsaults and, like, coming off the second rope. This one. Yeah, this. <sighs> this. You're going to get. It's coming in. Ugh. Wow. So WCW. But this was great. Ominous. Very From ominous. From the Rocky Mountains. Just, just Gary David, Michael? Gary Michael Capetta. Gary Michael then, yeah. Is, just, my, is, is my mic working? I don't know. I Can, don't feel like it's working. Am I working? Okay. I guess so. 
don't or, know. You seem you do seem quiet. I just yeah. There, there we go. go. There we go. Right. Put a little bass in your voice next time. There it is. You're talking about. I'm not talking any different than I was before. You're talking about Big Van Vader, but like Vader though, just first heel like. As a child, like, watching WCW, 92, 93, 94, like, the top faces at the time were Sting, Ron Simmons, Ric Flair, and they all worked programs, main event programs, with Vader. Right. So, like, it's a no-brainer now as an adult, like, man, Vader. And he had that run, like, just... I mean, until basically until Hogan came to WCW and whether or not you want to believe it, like he ran him out like Vader left right shortly after Hogan gets there. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of like tributes and and things, but, you know, from from some of the writers, they've said that, you know, if if Hogan never came to WCW, um, you know, things could have been a lot, a, a lot different. Also, if. Um, you know, Vader got into the business, you know, 10 years younger. I mean, he, he broke into the business, I think, at what, 31, 32, something like that. I yeah. Mean, it, it, you know, if he would have started at, at 21, imagine how much different things could have been, right. um, you know, for, for his career, for, for pro wrestling as a whole. Um, if you're following along in the live video, uh, make sure you like and, and share it. Um, you know, leave some of your uh, some of your thoughts, uh, maybe your your most uh, most vivid Vader memory. Um, you can throw that up there. Um, Devin says he should have been WWE champion. Um, Touche. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph says he was uh, great in WCW, much better than uh, WWF Vader. Um, Jason says 400 pound moonsault. Enough said. Yeah. That's all you have to say. Um, Charlie says as a Sting fan, Vader scared me as a kid. Right. Because like Sting, Sting got busted up real bad. Like I think Vader's first title win was against Sting, and like I just watch that match back like sting goes for like a sting's got vader reeling vader goes into the corner sells face first and like puts his head on the top turnbuckle and sting stinger splashes vader but overshoots him and posts himself on the head like damn so vader's down so like it makes perfect sense that like sting's gonna overshoot because he's going to just regular stinger splash and then Vader just picks up the pieces and wins because Sting practically knocks himself out in the corner. Like, go back and like, I kind of wish I could go back in time and like, and I'll do I'll do a, a spoiler alert. Uh, the next uh, network pick of the, pick of the week is going to be something Vader related. I'm probably going to spoiler alert. Do your homework. White Castle of Fear. Just look it up. It's not that's not on the network. Be ready for class. Be ready for class. Uh, but look up the White Castle of Fear. It's like a five minute mini movie. <laughs> My uh, classic WCW at its finest. Like I said, I mean, for me, you know, WWE Vader was was WWF Vader was was obviously much different. Um, I, I but I, I look at um, his run on Boy Meets World when he was on there, and I, I the, probably the scene I remember most was they were in the uh, principal's office, and it was it was Frankie Stacchino who was Vader's kid, and like they're both standing there, and Vader's barking, and then they leave, and then there's like Vader's wife who was like this four and a half foot tall woman, and and Mister Feeney looks at her and goes, "I'm just so sorry for you," <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it, it was obviously funny, um, you know. So it was. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, what he? Oh yeah, he he beat up uh, Grilla Monsoon. You know that yeah, was that yeah. was a memory from uh, yeah from the Spe- Charlie. Mom speaking of gr- Charlie, I I I, uh, I was golfing this weekend and I stopped at the uh, Sheets in Mount Joy on Saturday, and I'm standing there in line and there's this guy in front of me and I'm like, kind of looks familiar. Kind of looks kind of looks like Charlie that watches our show, and and I felt like he kept kind of looking back at me the same thing. None of us said anything. Get out to my car. He messages me. He's like, were you just at the sheets in Mount Joy? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I thought that was you. I'm like, that's funny. I had the same thought. So, you know, we have uh, we had some fan sightings and, and I got spotted Quit out. Put yourself over and let's talk uh, about Vader. Put it out in the wild. But um, as you want. <laughs> I'm just, uh, again, you know, leave your leave your uh, memories of Vader in the comment there. Um, you know, like like I said, for me, I mean, he is regarded as, as one of the um if not the best big man in in the history of the business um and you know it's a bummer and and honest to god the the only thing that uh that i can really think and what i thought when when i first saw this was the wwe fucked up the wwe had their chance you know how many times do we see you know, we, we, we should have pushed harder and gotten Savage in before he passed away. We should have, you know, you know, maybe we should have put China in before she passed away. You had the chance. And, and, I, and I, from from just being able to kind of like back out and, and look at the way that, you know, from either listen to Pritchard show or, or different podcasts, I know that they, they, they are notorious for planning things and looking out ahead and uh, things like that. But so I imagine that, uh, you know, like this past year at, WrestleMania, you're in New Orleans, you put the Godfather in and you put, uh, you know, Goldberg in because you're in that WCW area. Um, and, and, you know, next year you're in New York, you're in, you know, you're near New Jersey. I imagine that there's probably going to be, if there's ECW guys in the tank that you want to get in, this is probably going to be the one you get them in. But you were, you were given almost two full years notice. You had two WrestleManias where you could have put Vader in. And, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging the WWE. I'm not judging Triple H or anything like that. Um, but, you know, you see these tributes pouring out and Triple H has, you know, has this tweet and he tweets out about how, you know, great Vader was for the business and a legend that'll live forever and all that. And I'm like, you could have given him that chance. You could have given him the opportunity to, you know, have the induction speech while he was still alive. And now, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets in this year. And it'll you know it'll be his son you know that that'll you know accept it and it'll be somebody from you know probably Sting that will in, could induct him you know there's plenty of guys that could induct him but damn it just call an audible for for fuck's sake call an audible and 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 put people in while you have the chance especially if you know that there's a a, a window that's closing right I we talked about this on the the pre-show post-show um a little bit uh so it's going to be a little bit of repeat information for some some of our patreon or actually all of our patreon uh, subscribers but it's unfortunate that we kind of live in this time where we wait until they're gone to recognize greatness whether it's a musician or an actor like heath ledger like Sure. Heath Ledger becomes an icon because he dies tragically during the Dark Right after Batman comes out. Yeah. So, like, we have this fascination of, like, 
not appreciating things while we're we're experiencing it and kind of like maybe not i don't want to say not give it enough credit but like discounting the greatness we have in front of us or what we have and not appreciating it until it's gone and then once it's gone it's like everyone's going to talk everyone's going to talk about vader and like i guarantee you you're going to go to atomic you had atomic this weekend right yep. yeah sure do i guarantee i would put soft money down that you'll see a Vader bomb. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, I could, I, sure. Like, across this entire weekend and the next couple of weekends of independent professional wrestling shows, uh, you will probably see someone do a Vader bomb or do the Vader clubs in the corner. Like, just to, like, commemorate and pay respects. Because, like... Or like, there, you know, ten. There, I'm sure there'll be ten bell salutes for him at indie shows, right? Um, you know, there will be, you know, somebody will cut a promo and, you know, thank you, Leon, thank you, Vader, right? Yeah, absolutely. throw up a hoof or something like that, something. or like say, say it's time, yeah, something. Who the man is? You know, throughout, yeah, throughout, everywhere, where, where, you know, indie shows are everywhere, right? But I just, I, I agree with you. Like, it, it's, it's going to be a matter of time before vader gets in and unfortunately now that he's passed what's the rush to get him in like that's because that's another that's that's the other thought too it's like what's the rush like everyone's gonna go in because like there's obviously some like egregious people who are not in the hall of fame one that's probably very near and dear to your heart (laughs) Yes. Heart uh, pun right, absolutely. included. Yeah. Um, especially after the Hall of Fame ceremony last year where Mark Henry killed me. It's oh, like, my God. It's like, it's his birthright. He belong here. Yeah. It, I mean, that, uh, that me cut watch through that. everybody. I don't, I don't know how, if, you're, if you've been a fan of this business, um, you know, to be a, a Bret Hart fan, an Owen Hart fan, you can watch that and not have, not have the all the feels. Um, you, there's there's something yeah, wrong. TLDR: Mark Henry talks to Martha directly and basically tells her that Oge, like Owen, needs to be in and that Oge yes. needs to be a part of the business. Like, even if he's not a wrestler, like he needs to right at least be able to to be around it and and yeah. and, and, ha- and you know know the people that were impacted by Owen. Right. Like, I understand how Owen was lost was shitty. Like, the worst. It's, a, it's, an, it's an ugly situation, and I'm not trying to lessen that, um, you know, from her standpoint. But Owen was a wrestler. He grew up in a wrestling family. He was a wrestler. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, in, it is in that family. It is, it is the, the makeup of that family. It's the through line. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard-coded in the DNA. Yeah, to, to keep... I I I just don't know how you can you can just keep him away like that. And Ryan, what do you what are your thoughts on uh, the man they call Vader? I don't know. I I, mean, I I wish you guys wouldn't have put me last because I'm I'm, I'm I feel like I'm rather indifferent. Unfortunately, like I was a WWF guy growing up, right? So like 
I, I've seen Vader and I've seen clips of like WCW Vader, like mm-hmm. the Vader and the Mick Foley thing where he kind of hard weighed Foley and like busted his nose or his yeah, ear had, or some had the shit. the popped out in and Japan. It was the, he was, know. Vader was also the guy he wrestled for the ear. Correct. Yeah. That was the ear. Yes. Like, uh, I, it's, I, I don't recall very many Vader clips in my head live. That I was like, wow. I mean, outside of WWF stuff, yeah. and right. it just wasn't great. It wasn't, um, and and it, it, I feel very. So to that I feel like I've, I've lost a bit, like of, of passion yeah. that you or Jim had shown for it. Not, not, not. I'm not, you know, cold or callous that no. I'm, you know, no, not upset that somebody not. died. But um, you know, does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should they have shotgun him into the Hall of Fame in the past two years? I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Like, maybe not. Maybe there's a reason they haven't done it. I, don't, I right. don't know. Like, you said, like, they we as fans bitch about it, but does the WWE openly said, like, oh, boy, I wish we would have put China in when we had the chance, or we should have put, you know, so-and-so. Like, the fans bitch about that. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's true. I don't know if the WWE has ever been like, boy, we should have. No, and I don't. I don't think. I don't think they publicly they ever will. Either. Right, right. Th- they don't. They don't get anything doing that. But. I think the closest we'll ever get to that is when some when Triple H will say, "Like it's about time." Like when when P- when Michael Hayes went to the Hall of Fame and the Freebirds went in, that was about time. Like sure, sure, yeah, like, I agree. Michael Hayes had been like. Or if somebody says, uh, like, you know, this was past due. Like, I think like, something yeah. saying something like that is them kind of going, you know, this probably Express. should have been done before. Like the Rock and right. Roll Express. That's like, a great example. Right. Like, these guys should go in. And because the WWE Hall of Fame isn't the WWE Hall of Fame. Like, newsflash, I mean, it's, it's the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yes. Like, it's wild to hear the, was the PWI Hall of Fame? The uh, observer. observer, the observer hall of fame in 96, 96, like you've had plenty of years then to have, well, yeah, I right. mean that done that he came right. to the WWE in, in what end of 95, 95. so okay. end of 95, I mean, he was getting put into a hall of fame just when he was WCW a year stuff. in, well, well, yeah, in, WCW in Japan, like in Japan, stuff, Japan, right. he has, he has on record one of the five star matches yeah. him versus, I think it was Kobashi. In or no, it's Muda, I think. And that's when five in star 90. actually meant something. Now yeah. it's right. forty seven and a half stars or whatever the hell like Meltzer's putting on matches. His tag anymore. team work with Bam Bam Bigelow in Japan. Yeah, like, he was a tag is... champion with him. He was a ta- he was an all Japan champion with Doctor Death Steve Williams, I believe. I think so. Yeah, I think uh, it, that was his all Japan run. So like yeah. it just yeah. And I mean, if you have, is you... he is he the best big guy in the business? See, that's where you that's the tough question. And I'm like, I'm going through my head when you guys were talking. I was like. Right. God, I put Bam Bam up there really high just because but th- what Bam Bam did was so innovative. At the, at the same time, what what Vader has done was so I innovative. I'm, I'm also curious, before I get your point, like I'm curious to see what the fans think at home. Like, one, where does Vader sit on your list of big men? But even, like, two, we need to categorize what we mean by big man. Sure. Because if that's the case, and we're saying... Anyone who's larger than normal is a big man. How is Undertaker not number one well, that's, big that's, man? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, uh, but it, I'm also going to... I think big man big, always had to do with like, weight, though. But I I've also like, heard that... Like, unfortunately. Under, but I've also heard that like people, like, pe- like conversations of worker, of like people in WWE, like Undertaker's the best big man ever. And then like, like Big Show. If you ask Big Show who the best big man of all time is... He says Undertaker. 
Yeah, Big Show, oh, okay. Big Man. Right, so sure, like, right. I, he's a well, but if you ask man. Hulk Hogan, who's the best big man, he might say Andre. Andre. He'll say right. Andre. So, I mean, Andre. Say, like, it, and and that was the point I was going to make. Uh, and Charlie says he, he was the greatest super heavyweight. Uh, Ralph See, I says, like that because super heavyweight gives a specific classification of weight. Of Ralph weight, says in his sorry. time he was one one of, if not the best, big guy in the business. Uh, Frank adds that Vader versus Ric Flair at Starcade '93 is a must see match. Yes, sir. Um, I, I I kind of play this card the same way that I do when you when you when people try and talk about the best ever in sports, and that is, I think you can't. It's hard to do a best ever. I think it's easier to do like best in an era. Okay. Because you know what I mean, like Come the. On now. But like the business, the business is is so much different. Like the business today is so much different than the business in two thousand. Is so much different than the business in ninety five, in eighty five, is there seventy five? Is there a good big man today? Like the business is that weird. I would think people would look at like Rusev and classify oh, him as a. That big was the man. first name that came Isn't to my that mind. Wild? Um, like Biggie and Rusev are like your big guys in the WWE. Those are your big men I mean, in the WWE. Now I'm look. Now I'm thinking. I mean, there there there's plenty on the indie. I think Keith Lee's a great big guy. Brute Van Slyke uh, is sure. a great big guy um, on the indie. Stro- I mean, Strowman. Okay, Braun Strowman could be a big. Okay, Braun's Braun. a, Braun's a big Braun's man. a big man. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Is no. Bray Wyatt a big man? Husky Harris was. No, <laughs> Husky Harris was. Because if you're thinking super heavyweight, to me, super heavyweight is three fifty or heavier. Okay. So they like that. Really so like there's Braun. not a. So Braun's the only big man, right? Like you know what I mean? Like because I but mean it's kind of like let's, AJ Styles is your heavyweight champion. Let's talk about that's the, right. You know what I mean, it's, let's talk about sports since we talk about hockey all the time, and let's talk about another sport nobody cares about <laughs> basketball. Well, that truly is a sport nobody cares used, about. It's the it's the draft. You're lucky I'm not, I'm missing the NBA draft for this, but you're lucky I love wrestling a little more than than basketball. <laughs> But there used to be an era, let's say the 90s, where big men dominated the sport. Absolutely. Yeah. Where, like, you needed a Shaquille O'Neal yeah. or a Yao Ming or a, a David Robinson or a, an Akeem Olajuwon. You needed that big post presence. the big guy for, uh, for the Celtics? Robert Parrish? Is that a name? That's a name. Is that a thing? Bill Wall. Or there's. Uh, Bill, Wal- Bill, uh, Bill, Bill Russell. Bill, Bill Russell. Russell was the Pistons, right? No, Bill Russell was the Celtics. Okay. I think Robert Parrish was like the center. He wore double zeros. Yeah, Parrish is also a Celtic. Yeah, he, was a, he was a big man. But like, well, Russell was like the 60s. Yes. Like, but like now, like now, LeBron James is a big man, but he's doing not big man things. Because the, because the emphasis of the league changed. Yes. It went from bruising heavy defense to now like... The NBA is a numbers game where it's like we're trying to screw with the math, right. three, the three-point shot being it, and like right. we're running smaller rosters. To the same point, in the 80s and 90s, wrestling was, a, for lack of a better phrase, like it's a freak show. Oh, yeah. People aren't coming out to see the athletes. They're coming out to see right. the larger-than-life characters. Yeah, absolutely. You got Hogan, who was 6'7", 303, Warrior, who's jacked to the gills. You got Andre. You've got, like, these big, like, the iconic of the iconic characters, like Randy Savage, for where he was diminutive in stature. 
his presence right. was huge. Right. Roddy Piper. He had the entrance, too. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the pageantry of Randy Savage, the charisma. Right. If you weren't on Roddy steroids, Piper. you needed a larger than life character. Right. Right. And now we're the the world or at least the fans now want athleticism. Yes. So in essence, the whole system kind of turns itself upside down. Absolutely. It's like the Absolutely. big man it's, it's, the big man doesn't necessarily fit. And that's why a guy like, like Kevin Ron Owens Strowman, is a big man in my opinion. Sure. Like, right. But right he, now, right now. Right now he's one of the biggest. Twenty yeah. years ago, Kevin Owens would not be looked at as a big man. No. Kevin Owens wouldn't have had a job in the WWE. That's correct. Well, absolutely ago. not. Absolutely right right he's too frumpy. He doesn't have a body. Because here's the thing: right. like, he's fat. He, was, War- he has right. a gut. Warlord is like in the '80s. If you go back, Warlord is like this close that from mother, being Hulk Hogan. That mother effer has huge hands, by yeah, the way. He, huge. He massive, when, when, yeah. when the when the powers of pain were at Lancaster, he's still. I took a picture with too. him. He's still in great shape. He the really man is. literally put his hands around my neck, around my neck. You got a big ass neck. I got a big ass neck. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, when full on around the neck, and I'm like this. It's terrifying. I fear for my life. Yeah, it was scary. Um, but dude, yeah, like, scary dudes. But yeah, it's it's the the, the business is so different. So, um, and and here's the thing: I also have never stepped foot inside of the ropes uh, as a competitor. So, um, Vader is one of the best. That's what I'll say. Have you ever been in a ring though? Like, have you I've, actually? I've been in a ring. Isn't it like a great feeling? It is an awesome feeling. I've actually bumped, and that isn't a great feeling. Twenty four <laughs> hours later, just for the record. Um, there's a great story there. I, I feel who like, bumped you? Um, oh God, this was in when I, I was still in high school. I was a like a junior senior in high school. My parents, um, you know, were were youth group directors at my church. They brought up um, the Christian Wrestling Federation from Rockwall, Texas. The company is still in existence. You can look it up. I think it's ChristianWrestling.com. Is this the Tibiasi? No. no, 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 no. Tibiasi's was a different thing. That is, you, you never, you never told this. I've never this heard, never heard great. Like story. the end game of, of, of what Jim was able to do and, and the company that Jim kept over this weekend so will blow your mind. They came I, three or four years in a row, and the, the deal was if they did one show, you paid them up front. You know, you paid them booking fees and all that. Um, if they did like a three-day crusade, you would not pay them anything up front. They just took the gate um, and, you know, took any gimmick or anything like that. But the whatever like church or group or person or whatever that was bringing them in had to uh, house all the superstars okay, and feed them and get them to the show. Yeah, typical, typical missionary type right. stuff. So they always did a thing at uh, an amusement park up in New York and either before or after they would swing through Pennsylvania here and do a show at the Lidditz Rec Center. Um, so the, uh, it was, it was the last time they came was uh, I had just graduated high school and um, the guys actually, they, they, you know, because they obviously, you know, you spend a couple days with them and they know I'm a huge fan and this and that. And uh, so they, they got me in the ring. They taught me how to bump. I think one guy actually body slammed me. And yeah, the next couple days he felt like shit. Um, when he says one of the guys, he meant three or four of the guys body slammed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. I There's wasn't no qu- way he was that. He's no, I wasn't. Big, I was man. not this big in high school. Metabolism I was big. Was I was big, faster. but I was not. Uh, was not this big. Rob Rob was out there yelling about the immovable force. He was almost he was almost <laughs> big, Jim. So, um, 
the the one of the last years that they, they came here, a little company called TNA was just starting up. It was after W or WCW had gotten bought out, um, and there was this little dude that they got to come with him that had worked with them before. Can you just point, um, AJ Styles. He's this guy, this, this yeah, guy over there. Um, so obviously, being that my parents like would set up the whole thing, uh, I could kind of pick who would stay at our house. Now we had a pop-up camper in our driveway cause we, we had a small house. Right. Um, so the, the wrestlers would stay out there, but obviously, you know, we fed them and they, they, they hung out and came in and watched TV and this and that. So back to back years for two, three day periods, um, AJ Styles stayed at my house. Nice. Um, and like, what was really cool back then was, you know, TNA was just starting up. Nobody really knew who he was. So like, you know, go out to the mall with AJ Styles. Play video games with AJ Styles, like the guy. Like Jeez. it, it's 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 really freaking bonkers that you know all these years later, and the one year that 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 TNA, um, you know, came to the York Fair, I actually reconnected with him a little bit, um, and and you know, years later, obviously in WWE, and did he remember you at the York Fair? Um, I I communicated through him. I didn't actually see him at the show, okay, but I did communicate through him, um, you know, and his agent, so. Uh, but it, it was uh, it's it, it's it's crazy that you know from this little humble beginnings, you know, rinky dink, uh, you know, little did we know, and now all these years later, so and and now he's on the cover of WWE 2K19. So uh, it, it, it's it's you know it's it's a pretty cool thing. It's yeah. wild. I have I mean I have an eight by ten of AJ from that from that time yeah. period that like has his the, like the Bible verse that he wrote on there, which was just a wild little story to. Why AJ Styles signed with the Bible verse, um, and I mean, born again himself, uh, you know, a very religious guy himself, AJ. So just awesome, awesome story, Jim. Yeah, it's, it, it's crazy it, to think that you guys were just like popping into electronic boutique. Well, the back well, at the, the, Park the, City Mall. Wait, the, electronic boutique? Yeah, yeah, right. How's that yeah, for like a throwback for y'all? Yeah, that's exactly um, what it was too. It absolutely was. But then, the, actually, one of the uh, one of the funnier things is. You know, we were coming home, and I had uh, one of the whatever I don't even remember which WWE album in my in my car at the time. Uh, but You're such a mark, I love that. But uh, so we're driving home. I think he even told me to 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 put it in. Actually, was it Pie? No, it wasn't Pie. I think it was the anthologies. But anyway, so we're, it, we're you know it's going through, and we're I remember this vividly. We're at a red light. And Eric Bischoff's music comes on, and he goes, "Yeah, you're gonna need to change that because, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I guess the There's some uh, coarse language in it. I believe. Yeah, I, I guess the well, no, the uh, the whole WCW. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that he was there for a cup of coffee. Yeah, so it was. Uh, yeah, he was he he was only there for a short time, but it. Yeah, I I, I do remember that. Uh, so it was a uh, it's a it's a fun little. Uh, thing to remember um any any other thoughts uh on vader before we before we move on no i really i guess like my my favorite little vader story was after he was at the lancaster show just being able to kind of go out with him we went over to your place and, and had like the stromboli and pizza buffet and just see leon you know, and just just interact, and the bar was open, and some people might have, I think, recognized him, and like, you know, took a picture with like the, the hostess or whatever, and it was just not a big deal. Like he was Leon at that time, 
um, and not not you know this big vicious Vader looking right. guy didn't or anything have the, like that. Like, didn't have the mask. I think on. he had like a goddamn sweater on or something. I'm like Vader doesn't wear a sweater. <laughs> yeah, but but here he Leon is. Does. It, was, it was Leon. Leon <laughs> right, does right. Exactly. I think he was like four seats away from me. It was just a really cool experience. Well, I think as that, a fan, be like, oh my god, Rikishi was on that same show. So we're literally sitting at at like a a buffet table, uh, like a family like <laughs> dinner table, and it we're sitting there with with Vader and Rikishi. And I, I just I remember like looking at, at like you and Matt and we're, it was like, how did we end up here? Like, I, don't, know, I, like don't just, I don't belong. I don't it's belong. Like, this is this is very strange. How did we end up here? But um, it, it, it was cool. None the least. And um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he did. He, he, he seemed like a great guy. He was approachable in the locker room. Um, everybody that was there that night, I just remember, uh, you know, just going up and talk to him. So, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's sad. Um, and, and now that's where I'll leave it. Yeah. Just do yourself a favor. If you don't know, if you haven't seen any of early Vader stuff, um, his first event in WCW was great American bash 90, I believe. Um, but he really didn't become like a full time, uh, mainstay of WCW until 92. Uh, actually the WCW, for today well wcw for yesterday um but posted today is for is on vader um very good write-up by uh mark um mm-hmm. on that on three count thursday.com uh just outlining uh vader's uh wcw tenure do yourself a favor man just go through like those wcw saturday nights on the network vader is on a bunch of those like 92 93 ones and just appreciate just like a big bruising heel in his prime at the time where it's just like it was it. Like him at his prime against any other baby face at that time. That's why Sting had a Sting had a great transition getting away from from Flair and getting into Sting. So Vader, uh for me at least his legacy will still live on. I'll still remember him fondly and uh uh he's definitely someone to, to do some research on and look up um, as a fan because he definitely made it it fun. His promos were pretty, like, insane, like, crazy Ultimate Warrior-type promos. Yeah. Very short, over the quick, top. to the very over the top. Yeah. Just to, uh, I guess, just to wrap up um, a little two cents, especially from the comments, um, and to, to kind of go where you were talking about how the business has moved so far from the big guy, I think, and Frank said you can look at somebody like Lars Sullivan, yeah, and be like, boy, that guy's out of place, right? You know and what I Lars, mean? When you Lars is huge, but Lars he's is like so out of place in NXT because NXT is so super indie style, and I don't want to say flippy, but that 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 athleticism, like super that, super indie style, is that like, the okay? Then yeah, we can't like, call it then a spade a spade. That it's like, God damn, this guy just doesn't fit here, right? But and before that so... was Samoa Joe, and that's one I think we all forgot as like a big guy Killian, currently. Killian Dane. Killian yep. Dane. Somebody said like, about the other guy in Sanity. Killian like, Dane. Like well, and three. even um, uh, well the uh, heavy machinery. Yeah. Or, oh uh, yeah. Uh, Dose. Or War, uh, War Machine. War Machine. War yeah. Machine. The Hanson War Riders. War, War, War Raiders. Why yeah. do they make them wear face paint? I hate the face paint. I'm gonna just say it. Hey man, look. It's just silly. It's a cute. They, it's funny. Movie. The the club doesn't wear their face paint. Right. And now and now they do. You know now uh yeah War Machine does. They so. dress them up. They take three steps down the ramp and undress, and then go to the ring. Yeah, it, they it, don't even wear their shit too. They're like, <laughs> hey, it's literally three steps. I don't need it, man. Just, I don't need just, it either. We just gonna beat these guys up real bad. Whoa, hello! Did you watch NXT this week? 
breaking news. Oh, we got breaking news. Breaking news. If you don't want to, if you don't want NXT spoilers, just uh, we'll give you like three seconds. All right, ready? Five, four, oh, five. three, two, one. NXT new NXT tag team champions tonight at the uh, full sale tapings. Uh, the undisputed era have won the titles back. Boo. Hate that they did that. We, yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah, I, if you're you just it's leave fans, well enough alone. Fans, if you're if you're gonna switch it, just right, switch just it. Switch it. Just switch it and and, and, and let Mustache Mountain carry for like, a week. Like clearly for they, a year. they won it because they were in the UK. Well, here's the right, thing. Right, that's, that's a cheap pop. They won him back because they're they're in the middle of NXT tapings. Right. So technically, this reign is gonna last like a month. Right, it's oh, it's not fair. it's not going to be okay. like a one day rain, but yeah, yeah, it's, but it it it's definitely fan service for the UK. Sure, over there the day after, which is odd for the WWE. Well, it's an NXT, but right. for WWE to have a uh, people win in their home area is is actually very <laughs> rare. So uh, we right. did see an impressive feat this. <laughs> Usually, week. you lose if you go home. Right. Like, All right, let's uh let, let's let's do some uh some mountain. stuff as we you know we obviously jumped into the uh the Vader discussion uh again Vader passing away uh this week at age 63. Um we have a guest next week right here in studio. Uh TJ Mathis will be with us, the Total Alpha and he is uh he's going to be coming in hot, man. This this thing Are between... you with us Tim next week? I don't know. We Am I with decide, you? Do we do I need a buffer between me and him? I think anything? I think we can make it work. Okay. I think we can make it work to have uh to have both of you and 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 TJ here, um, if that's the case, I want TJ and then him and then me. Okay, just that's, so that's fair. I mean, that's I just fair. I just so don't you're think just gonna, you're going to put the guest against the wall. You're not going to give him the most space. You don't. You wanna... he can go here. That's fine. I just I just he don't want, trust Ryan wants him a buffer, right? to be right. rational there's, about there's, things. There's been, there's, so basically, what we're seeing is the rationality. That's the all. Twitter fingers are now going in the pocket. It's like, oh, he's actually going to no, be here. No, no Twitter he's, fingers. He's going to be here. I don't. I don't. I, uh, I don't want him sitting next to me. Okay, all right. Then let's put let's let's put TJ as a buffer to protect him from me. Does that, does that sound better? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, you don't boy. want me to say that. Oh boy, um, that's clearly not the case. There's, I mean, uh, you got that ten bell ready again? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's just say there's been some hostility between the. PWE management and the total alpha TJ Mathis. Let's just hope he doesn't get his fat white people confused. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. you, and he looks at me, and I'm wearing it's, glasses, and I'm yeah, like, no, 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 that's not me. You I'm, have a better, you have the beard, you're safe. It's, 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 oh, it's, it's, it's gotten he's hot, got but we'll, 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 be talking to, uh, we'll be talking to TJ next week right here. Um, indie shows this coming weekend, Ryan, we're going to give you a minute uh, here to uh, run down the lineup for the ACW and Rogue Women Warriors show tomorrow night, but first... Uh, tomorrow night, if you are in Massachusetts, check out Chaotic Wrestling. Uh, Saturday in Harrisburg, PA, we, the CCW is putting on a free show. Um, so that's the best price ever. And uh, Sunday in Lancaster, PA, Stellar Pro is putting on uh, Beautiful People. Um, for all the information on these shows and, and details on addresses and ticket prices, of course, unless you go to the free show in Harrisburg, uh, head over to 3 com. That is all of our stuff. Merchandise and Patreons and uh, collar and elbow brand deals and all of that, but also uh, upcoming indie shows that we are either going to be at or we endorse. But the big one uh, for you, Ryan, uh, comes tomorrow night in Reading, PA. Let's tell the people about that. That is correct. Tomorrow night in Reading, PA at the Reverb Nightclub. It's right there off of Ninth Street. Kind of become a Redding. second home for these guys. It has, yeah, yeah. Uh, Atomic Championship Wrestling has expanded. Uh, out of Stevens, they still run the Stevens um, area, 
but they uh, found a second home in Reading, Pennsylvania. They are putting on Big Bang Baby. Uh, we will be returning there. I guess this is the fifth, what, third, fifth fourth, time, something like fourth that? time this year. Maybe we've been up in Reading. A um, couple of the matches is a big fatal four way match with Prince Piranha and Ace Caplenza, uh, Adam Anthrax, and uh, the Party Animal Brian Kiesel. They're battling it out in four way action. Um, For the record, we didn't spoil that much. WWE NXT account posted it. They did like they gave a link and it says caution spoiler. Is that all it says? It's, well, it says major title change at NXT taping. Good job, WWE. Caution spoiler, but it gives you the option. We gave people the option. We anyway, did give ACW the option. tomorrow night. We did. Uh, Penelope Ford returns. She's battling uh, Antoinette Marie. Uh, CZW original, one of the older CZW guys, John Dahmer, uh, teaming up okay. with uh, teaming up with um, Mister Noxious. It's going to be a tag team that I just wouldn't want to face. Going against Suicide Myers and Rob Lloyd, the Rising Star. Uh, Jamie Senegal puts up his cruiserweight championship strap. Against Pretty Fly, who might be just the sleaziest guy I've ever met in the history of ever. Okay. Tess Valentine battles uh, Ring of Honor's Jenny Rose. That should be a good one. That should be a good one. Ellie Rex is taking on the the queen of the Burning Hammer, Lefisto. Kobe Carino returns as he teams with Scotty Jeffries. Taking on the big bruising Kanazawa and Twisted Tate. Gemma Cross battles Trixie Tash for the Women's Championship. The Rogue Championship, I apologize. In a fatal four-way... I'm sorry, just a four-way heavyweight championship match. Ox Hog takes on the wrestler of the millennium, Louis G. Rich. Teddy Hart uh, and the ACW champion, Bro Keller. That match will just be phenomenal. And again, really any match with Teddy Hart, you never know what you're going to get. And for the first time ever, the Green Machine, Mike Orlando, battles the bad boy Joey Janela. Damn. So that's going to be uh, a wild match. And who knows, Joey Janela debuting for ACW. It's his first show. That's a hoot right there. That, uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen there. He's a bad, bad boy. Where's that show going to be at again? It's going to be up at the Reverb Nightclub. Real easy to get to. It's right off the Warren Street Bypass. Like, bloop, bloop, bloop. And you're yeah, there. It, it, yeah, it's, um, it's right there. I know some people were like eh, ratting, but it's, it's, it's not a, like it's not like way it's downtown. It's not like way downtown. Really, it's not. You're in, you're out. Uh, it's it's a real safe parking lot, well lit club reverb. Um, I think it's Ninth Street, it's Reading, Pennsylvania. It's Ninth right. or Eleventh. You think you take Eleventh to Ninth somewhere? Tenth is in there, but you don't take it. I don't freaking know. Just put it in your GPS. Yeah, Ryan doesn't know directions. Again, head over three guys. That's true. Uh, for the uh, I'm not good with directions, Tim. No one is now that we have like GPS on our phones. I mean, I'm not I'm not good with geography. Ryan and I had it's to had over to, there. Ryan Ryan and I had to uh, had to pick up a superstar at an at the Philly airport one time, and he like legit thought it took about twenty five thirty minutes to get to. Oh, it's like it's just right down the road. It's like, like just down there Philly? past Miller's Smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, just past there. Yeah, by like a lot more. Yeah, it was just down the road. Like, you take 30, and it's like, you just drive a little like bit a, like, to, like, to Gap, and then it's like Westchester it's, it's, and Philly's right it's there. Like right there. That's um, what I thought. Like, yeah, just over Gap Hill. Right. Like, I I, I think we had to, I think we had to pick her up. I think her, like, flight was coming in at 10, and, uh, like, I want to make sure, like, you know, we left well early enough that we, you know, weren't, weren't, 
And uh, he's like, Look, what do we need to leave at like 8.30, 9 o'clock? What? I also don't like to wake up. So well, that that's true as well. But uh, I let's look at uh, you know real quickly. I don't want to spend too much time on it. There is a plenty uh, to get to from the week that was. Um, there is a plenty. NXT Takeover Chicago. Um, rank your matches uh, me... bottom to top. What what do you think was worst? What do you think was best on this show? Either you want to start, or you want me to start. I can go. You can go. Whatever. Ryan, take it. Uh, I will stand here and admit I was wrong. And Tim, you were absolutely right. The Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano match was totally different. Told you. And was absolutely fantastic. I'm not very good with picking like WWE stuff, but I'm very in tune with the yellow brand. Like I think my colors go yellow, blue, red. Okay. Uh, NXT to me, I've always been very in tune with that. So, um, I appreciate. Yeah, you were absolutely the price. Um, (laughs) I mean, I feel like it drug a little bit there with the whole stretcher thing, but the story told of Johnny Gargano like being taken to that other level because of his hatred for Champa, which ultimately bit his ass in the end, and and then allowed Champa to win. Um, just a great story. Absolutely loved it. So that was my number one match of the night. Uh, number two was the tag match. I thought it was a hot way to start the uh, start the night. I thought only Lorcan and uh, and Danny Birch just put on a performance that should make them stand out and should be contenders going forward. Uh, number three was Ricochet of Velveteen Dream. I thought that match was was really good. I love what Velveteen Dream does. There's an absolute superstar in him. Yeah. Um, in a year from now, I, I don't know why we wouldn't be talking about him on the main of on the main roster and making a difference on the main roster. Uh, number four was Alistair Black, Lars Sullivan, and then number five was the uh, Shayna Baszler Nikki Cross match. It just didn't deliver to me, unfortunately. Yeah, it it it, it, it wasn't the best. Um that was my number five. Um my number four um and I, it was it was tough. Um because I I mean I, I was it was better than I, I thought the match was going to go. I, I had Mixed feelings about the match, um, so this isn't that I didn't enjoy it, but but the other three were just uh, incredible. I had Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan at four. Uh, I had the tag match at three. Um, you know, like a, a hot start, uh, also better than I than I think I, I expected. Uh, Lorcan and Birch are, are definitely a, a a better team than I um, had, had kind of thought they would be. Uh, and then I have uh, Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream was number two, and the number one was the, the street fight. I mean, that – holy hell. That, I mean, those guys <laughs> just uh, steps above mm-hmm. everybody else. I mean, just – it was incredible. It, it, it was so different um, than, than the last one, and, um, yeah, just, just phenomenal. Imagine what can happen when you just let guys have time in a program and, and tell Crazy, stories. Huh? You know, it's – it's really great and like it's it's what you ding right like and that's kind of like the the premise of the show like to for me to rank these one to five is a little unfair because it means you're just gonna you something has to be last right and it's not saying like last means like the worst thing ever oh yeah no, it's like not yeah it's, it's ranking from like super great to like good yeah to, to still to good, good correct so like um i honestly think for what it was um I actually have the NXT title. I'm ranking them by enjoyment. Okay. Uh, the NXT championship was fifth. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Like, I just... Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Thank you. It was. Thanks, Owen. Um, uh, but yeah, I had it fifth. Um, serviceable. Good title win or title retention for Alistair Black. Uh, Laura Sullivan looked like a real big bad booty. Uh, taking those... Uh, those uh, Ghost kicks. No, 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 no. Ooh. No. Ooh. We're not talking about that. Ooh. Um, the black masses. Ooh. The, the two consecutive black masses to end of the finish. Um, Maybe that's what he was doing. He was setting another move to his arsenal. He has the black mass, and this was the black mist. Black mass. And it's just the black mist. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was rough. We're not talking about that. Number four to me is the women's championship match. Um, Nikki Cross is ready to go to the main roster. Like, just Absolutely. send her now. Yep. Please. Um, Shayna gets better every time. Every time I see her, um, I really like the store, the, the story they were telling on how just crazy Nikki cross actually is that she wanted to be choked out by Shayna Baszler. There's um, some people that are into that. Some people get good money for that. Right. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, third to me is Ricochet and the Velveteen dream. Um, a lot of people are going to focus on Velveteen Dream dressing up as Hulk Hogan, but they're going to miss the fact that he was also dressed like Prince Puma. His tights were very Puma-esque. Uh, so that's to me, that was more of the hidden highlight, especially since the whole story of that match was anything you can do, I can do better. Yep, very good observation. Um, yeah, very good, very good, uh, very good... Uh, Match on that one. Second's a tag match. Great tag team wrestling is just hard to beat. Just because, yeah. you know, a, you, you, a, a, you great, don't see it that often. a great match has two people. When you have four people and they tell an even better story, it's it's even it's better. It's like yep. real good. It's real good. It's almost like it's twice as good. Right? You know, it's hey, funny. Mo- funny how that happens. Funny about that. Um, and then number one, of course, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. It's not going to end. Um, I don't like using the cliche chant of fight forever but but i ain't <laughs> mad if they just keep fighting fight for a long time until other people come and separate you That's like fair. kevin like kevin and sammy they will always be there will always be the sense of peter and the chicken where they're just like yes whether they're fighting or not like they're it's just there and you know that if somebody says something they're just gonna get into it again and right. that's that's champa and gargano like <laughs> right they're gonna they're gonna fight they're gonna beat each other up they're gonna separate and then ding 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 <laughs> they're gonna get into it again um there's a really good twitter feed let me give credit where credit is due Ooh. please hold do we have uh, hold music i don't know we don't oh, have okay. hold music i wish i had sorry hold music. i wish i had that so a twitter uh user uh myth Gifts, M I T H G I F S. Oh, is it gifts or gifs? It's 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 gif. It is gif, but I say gif because I don't want to get into an argument with people okay. who want to not call it a gif. Tomato, 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 tomato. It's gif. The guy. But I, I am club gif as well. English, by the way, do you speak it? You're club gif, correct, Jim? Uh, it's, it's honestly, not a hard it probably g- depends on the day. Does it really? Yeah. Boy, it depends on my audience. But anyway, okay, so Sorry, myth, myth gifs, M I T H G I F S, did a gif rundown of the entire Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano feud, Damn. 
starting at the very beginning when Ciampa turned on Gargano and basically explained on a whole different level what this angle actually is. It's so good. No, that that was just talking about Chicago. Like the first the, Chicago. The first Chicago when Ciampa put him into the board. When DIY broke up. Then, yes. Okay. Like we're talking, we're going that far back and even talking about like spo- some spoiler, but like partially Ciampa is trying to make sure that Gargano cannot write him out of his history. There are specific things that are happening in the feud that also happened during their tag run. And like, so for example, um, Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight Classic when they sit down together. Correct. The very first match, Ciampa's down on the ground and Johnny comes and sits next to him. And then Ciampa goes to swing and that's the finish. Okay. But it's like, it just go back, like go through the the finish. I'll I'll have to check this out. In this match, Ciampa was down and injured. Correct. Like, or not injured, but you know what I mean. Right. But but had that puppy dog eyes to bait in, but Johnny didn't bite this time. Right. And then also, like, the Ciampa raising Gargano up and Gargano clasping at, at Ciampa. Like, there are very, like, almost God, frame it, for just... frame things. It's so fucking good. I have to so check this out. Oh I will God. have to check this out. I literally just got chills thinking about how good this has been. Uh, cousin Brian asks, "Jiff, as in J I F F, creamy or chunky? Creamy, don't at me. Chunky peanut. If I wanted chunky peanut butter, I'd buy a can of peanuts. Wait, somebody don't at me the other day and got shit for it. Uh, <laughs> when when I when I consumed uh, peanut butter was chunky. Um, I like both." My my go to would probably be, be creamy, my man. But I got I, I I don't have any qualms with chunky peanut butter, especially if it's just like a little chunk. Now, if you get to like the extreme chunky, then you're literally putting peanuts on bread. Um, but like a little bit of chunky, you're fine. Speaking of which, did you guys see the new Reese's bar? The Reese's outrageous, much like a nutrageous, but without peanuts. They put in Reese's pieces. It's the shut the it's front door. The Reese's outrageous bar. All right, we're going to take a 15-minute break, guys. We're going to go get some outrageouses. Uh, let's play the hold music while we're going. <laughs> Maybe intern Mark can swipe us some yeah, from, from seriously. Hershey. <laughs> That's about as America as it gets. It Reese's Pieces Bar. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's put Absolutely more Reese's is. Pieces inside of another candy bar. Um, but I will have to check that uh I will have to check out that. I'll share it with you. I'll, we'll we'll put it on the we'll re retweet it on the Twitter. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Money in the Bank. I'm not hey, going to go. Scott showed up. Hey, Scott. I'm not Scotty. Scotty. Uh, I'm not going to go match by match because um, there, there's, there's a lot. There are a lot. Um, I, I will say this. I thought the show was really good. I really did. I think I think the the WWE did a hell of a job on Sunday. Um, I do, however, think, and I get the whole network thing, whatever. But if you like make this point that your show is four hours, um, let's try and like at least. Keep the first one at four hours, not four and a half or whatever it was. Come on, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, get like, off my lawn. Um, <laughs> like they extend it to four hours. That's cool. 
there's no need to take a fucking wrestling show. This isn't indie wrestling. Well, and it's indie. also not SummerSlam, and it's not WrestleMania, and it's not Royal Rumble, and it's not Survivor Series. It's Money in the Bank, which is more important than Survivor Series. This is WWE Hard Reset we're talking about. I, I do think it's more important than Summer or Survivor Series, but Jim, we're also excluding the fact that there was pre-show matches. Match. Uh, that was, okay, match. pre-show match yes. for seven minutes. That was not counted in your right. four and a half hours of time. Correct. Like, Correct. Like, I think four hours is plenty for a paper. Right. You, you, not only should you be able to get in by 11 o'clock, you could also, pro- like, maybe not for Money in the Bank, but, like, come Extreme Rules, you should probably be able to get in at about 10.30. <laughs> but here's the thing. You, you, they, they, they very well could. And they, they but then you're going to get like four minute matches, and you're going to get like six minute matches, and then that's you're gonna okay. Get th- no, it's not for a pay per view. No, that's it absolutely what TV's is. For. No, actually, it's totally okay. No, man, it surely is. Come on, I'm dude. okay with longer matches. I really am. Let them go. It's pay per view. You budgeted the time out anyway, right? But you, right, if you think about it, the, the, the term pay per view, like you're paying to watch these longer, better matches than you would normally you're get. You're signing on Raw. up for the WWE Network for free to, for this, <laughs> but it, but it doesn't. I never it, got a free month. Let's bitch about that for a little just bit. Sign, oh God. Just sign yeah, up did. with a new email address. Um, Do you know how many of them I have? But they, how many free months pl- you got? Plenty. But like they, I, I don't know. They, you don't, you don't necessarily have to have a match go. 10 minutes just to go 10 minutes or 15 minutes to go 15 minutes if a match only needs six it only needs six but i don't think there was anything on this card with no, the exception no, 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 of like speaking of this one with specifically the exception of like two matches i, I mean think. lashley and zane was the shortest one at 635 and i thought that was long speaking of which Sami Zayn, this sucks out until wrestlemania ish double torn rotator, rotator cuff cuffs. yeah out. he has he he can't eh. He can't like. Yeah, he literally can't. Um, Isn't that what he did when he fucked it up against yeah, John he, Cena? Yeah, he had the one that he tore when he went like that. No, careful, <laughs> um, but you know, and that's kind of giving him problems. And then he also tore the other one, so yeah. uh, he's out. You know, at least through the end of the year, um, Mania is going to be a, a stretch. At this I point. just want a speedy recovery. I want a uh, not a speedy recovery. Full, I want a full recovery absolutely. for Sammy. Yeah. Take absolutely, recovery. take and, his time. And honest to God, I, and and. With this, with this feud that we just saw, not that you ever want to see anybody hurt, but this injury and injuries um, obviously make a full recovery, but it's it, the, from a character standpoint, not going to hurt Sami Zayn. Not at all. Not at all. If anything, you have a chance him... to really make a, a fresh impact when you come back. In. Either he's going to come back as a better heel or he's going to come back as a stronger baby face. Yeah. Like either way. Um, odds. I would put the odds on face. I would hope so. I've really enjoyed Sammy's heel work. Oh, absolutely, um, but it, it was great. It's just um, hard to not cheer for him though. Well, too, and, I it, feel. and it lost something when he wasn't. I absolutely hate him right now. Like he's and like good hate. Like, yeah, but like yeah. it, it, it lo- gonna... to me, it lost some of its its fire when he's not directly tied to Kevin Owens. Yeah. So I feel like it lost some fire when he was tied to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, um, I had to look his name up. On, Sorry. All right, but here's here's th- this is something like we were talking about this when we watched this show. Um, we were spooning. No, we weren't. Stop okay. that. Who's the big um, ladle? Roman Reigns defeats Jinder Mahal. Fifteen minutes. We were just two ladles. We were just two ladles sitting in a drawer. Just all soupy. 
He's wow. Bro- he's broken. Um. Okay. So Roman he versus was gender. Woke in the oven. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jesus, Jesus God. God. Roman gender. Great match. Keep going. The match was really good, actually. You know and- what? It was a great match. I think we can rank. The, if you want to quickly rank the matches, that will easily be in everybody's top half. Of it matches. absolutely should be absolutely should be. absolutely should be yeah um the the the, ma- the match was really good these two guys um you know put on a really good match 15 minutes so for 40%. two guys who can't wrestle how do they get a good match right crazy huh how, yeah huh this, this looking at you internet wrestling community th- this is what drove me nuts um there was what f- 14 15 different chants that happened during that match there was beach balls that happened during this match and this was the point that i made that, that, that I was saying when uh, when when Ryan uh, and I were watching this is I don't understand the chance on Sunday. All we heard for the longest time was we don't want Roman Reigns to win the title at WrestleMania. Guess what? He didn't. He didn't. We don't want Roman Reigns in the main event. Guess what? He wasn't. We don't want Roman Reigns fighting for a title. Guess what? He's not. Jinder Mahal isn't a good champion. He shouldn't be the champion. Guess what? He's not. Roman Reigns should be in the mid card, and he shouldn't get any more title shots. Well, guess what? He was literally in the middle of a card uh, against Jinder Mahal, and there was... Wait, let me check. Yep, singles match. There's no title connected to it. I I, I, I have my... We've, we've heard my opinions on, on chanting and beach balls and all that during matches. I don't understand what people were hating about this specific match uh uh because it was roman reigns right it, it, literally that's the only the, thing at this the, point it's the fun it's what you do during a roman reigns match right like wh- but i bet i bet you if you go back and you watch when roman hit that spear and you had the one two three all the fans popped like Absolutely. yeah and then they were like oh crap he to won do. let's boo you know it, it just the w and, and for people that say the wwe doesn't listen to us they don't listen to the fans they don't get They've listened to you. They've literally given you what you've asked for when it comes to Roman Reigns. He didn't win the title. He's not in the main event picture. He's not fighting for any title. And even they even gave you what you wanted with Jinder Mahal. They took two different titles off of him. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't. You want something different. We want a different champion. We want new guys. We want, we want pushes. They give you a push. They give you Jinder Mahal as champion. And I get it was weird. But he's not the one I want. Exactly. I get it. It was weird. It came out of nowhere. But guess what? They gave you what you asked for. Then they, they didn't give Roman the title. They gave you what you asked for. They put him in a mid-card match. They gave you what you asked for. Like, it just... Ungrateful sons of It snakes. is. It is. And and people tried to tell me how bad this match was. Tell me what was bad about it. I'll Nobody wait. could. I'll wait. Exactly. I did that to multiple people on Twitter. Yep. On Sunday night and on Monday. Awesome. Nobody could give me an answer. As to what was so bad about the match. Right. Because there wasn't anything that bad. Jinder it Mahal, was a really good match. Newsflash. Jinder Mahal, really good. Yeah. Really solid. Like, they can't get they can't get He's past solid. what what Jinder Mahal used to be. How did the guy from 3MB win the title? Well, first of all, he's jacked to the gills now. Right. Like, right. he took his time off. Um, he came he, back better. He stopped drinking. Um, he committed himself to a like crazy diet. So he got serious. Like he really got serious, and he worked really hard. And guess what? When that happens, it paid. You're off. gonna get better at things. Yeah, like it. It. It, it really is. Like it, And and Roman Reigns has gotten better. I'm just. I'm gonna say this right now, and it's gonna derail everything. And I want you to keep all your negativity to yourself, Big Jim. 
It's only a matter of time before that formula starts working for Mojo Raleigh. Mark the date, mark the time, Mojo. I'm a Mojo guy. Okay, I, I'm not. You I'm will. not. Oh, but you will. But here's the thing. When- Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he beat he beat No Way Jose this Monday Night Raw. <laughs> nah, let's man, strap a, ro- a rocket to his ass. Yes. When, when, he, when he turned on Zack Ryder, I had more vested He's interest the same guy. in Mojo Raleigh than Mojo I did Mojo Raleigh is exactly the same guy as right. Zack Ryder. But yeah, the so difference is he's a heel. Him. And he's better now. Um, Here's the deal. It's Chicago. What did you expect was going to happen? Period. Exactly. Like it should have been expected, and I don't think it caught it anybody. It didn't surprise me. Off it, guard. It, no, it didn't surprise me. Yeah, not a, not a chance. But it, 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 I think it was more. Could the argument be made that fast forward to Monday now, one day later, you have Roman Reigns in a match to be put into a match against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Is that is that the stipulation? Oh, yeah, because well, there's some sort of multi-man match at... Uh... Like, the, that Roman didn't need to, like, quote, earn that spot to get in that. And again, it's Roman he's Reigns. In... I don't think he has no, to earn anything. But I think he's in a multi-man match. And I think that's how freaking Kurt Angle even pronounced like, it. It's a five-way... It's a five-way... At Extreme match. Rules for the number one contendership... At SummerSlam. Right. So, like, when Roman Reigns wins that, everybody's going to bitch and moan because we know what's going to happen at SummerSlam. Like, I think that's what everybody was pissed about. But but that match in and of itself stood on its own and did not deserve the chance that... And I am very pro. Like, you paid your ticket. Say what the fuck you want. Boo, cheer. I don't give a shit. Bring a beach ball. I really don't care. Who came out and interrupted Roman? Lashley. Lashley. Right. So I think it's so far Roman and Lashley, Roman and Lashley. Roman and Lashley in the, in the worst match. ever five man match I've ever heard so far. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's got to get in it's got to get a lot better ever. real quick. Uh, Char- I go back to Night of Champions when John Cena defended against Lashley, King Booker, Mick Foley and like someone else. And I, I'm probably discrediting someone really great. I think it's Kane. That was a bad five. Charlie says Charlie's. TLC and S and chairs or something. Uh, tables, tables, ladders, chairs, chairs and stairs. stairs. Charlie says if they gave us what we want with Roman, uh, they would turn him heel because his carbon copy super Cena nah, BS is the shit. But here's the thing: all of the people boo it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The minute you, you minute you turn him heel, um, the the smarks are going to cheer him, and you're going to lose kids merchandise. I, I mean, it, it, ding exactly. Like, you're going like, to lose it, kids it, merchandise, and and you know you you can uh, you know you can say whatever you want about it, but. It's it, it it is money and it is business that Roman, Roman as he is right now is at least from the outside looking in a heel. Mr. Big Jim, can I can I say something I'm really happy go, about? Yes, go ahead, Tim. I don't have to quit the business. Well, that's that's good. He's gone. Yeah, let's uh let's uh, talk about Poof. that. Let's uh let's go right uh right to that one. As we uh, transition out of this. Damn it. Well, what grade would you give Money in the Bank? Dude, I, maybe it's because I watched a lot of the Caps games going into it. And if <laughs> and here's the deal, but that I didn't watch Monday Night Raw and, and, and SmackDown Live religiously every Monday, every Tuesday for the month leading up to this pay-per-view, that this pay-per-view felt very fresh to me. It was a BB+. Like, it was a very good pay-per-view. Yeah, I give it an A. I honestly, I, I, I don't... 
And yeah. honestly, if that's what it took for me to really enjoy a pay-per-view, then like maybe skipping a Raw or skipping a SmackDown is best for everybody. If you sure. kind of have that little Take bit a of week fatigue. Or two off. I, I mean, like I said, I mean, I would I would catch up on on storyline things from Raw. I wouldn't necessarily watch every match, but I was aware of what storylines were going on into going into this. And the, the, the freaking awesome! I give it a I give it a straight A. Yeah, but I give it a B plus. Um, just because I want to, I don't want to say A because there were some things I didn't like. Um, but uh, since we're moving on, let's, let me look at the show notes before because I don't want to say anything we may go over again. Um, okay, good. Uh, Ronda Rousey's here to stay, y'all. Dude, how? Yeah, let's let's hit on that before we talk she about is, a, a big ass firing. Um, she is so in like you have WWE fan who is questioning Ronda Rousey even after WrestleMania 34 and what you saw then. Ah, she gonna be I right. yeah. Here's the thing. I will. I, I I can I can sympathize and understand with the Ronda hasn't been in a singles match in front of people crowd i can i can sympathize i can get that i can get behind uh-huh. that until sunday and now if you if, if there's wrestling fans who and you, i i if you, you're literally your only complaint is that you know they're, they're that, that that she is a prominent figure right away but guess what this is nothing new she's a prominent figure she's a Ooh, prominent figure yeah. but like you know goldberg came into wcw and was given like the you know the winning streak of all winning streaks like i mean people are people are brought in and people are um you know p- th- this is nothing new but ronda was also a box office attraction <laughs> right. like, exactly she is a, a legit exactly. movie star like she was in the last fast and the furious movie she's that made a, a legit buttload of money fighter she is a legit superstar and she legit dumped nia jacks with that throw, yo. Yeah, the freaking judo throw holy, on Nia Jax was out of this world. Is she world. the best big man in uh, yes, the WWE? Yes, yes, yes she, she is. Ronda Rousey is. Um, Ralph says, I enjoyed it too. No. I slept through it. Ralph, you actually missed a really good show. You can... You know, yeah, you, you can take the shot at WWE, but you, you missed a really good yeah, show. Yeah, it wasn't that bad at all, dude. It, it, it really, it really Rollins, was a good show. Rollins Elias was really good. It was, um, absolutely. Carmella uh, Oscar was good. AJ Nakamura was great. Ronda and Nia was great. Oh, but they brought back James Ellsworth. That was yeah. what made it so great about it. It's payback. Right, exactly. Right. Going back to last year's Money yeah, in the like, Bank. But, like they, but I don't want to remember that far. WWE, I don't want to do my No, but right. WWE doesn't do full-time storylines. Like, they like, just they don't want us to remember things that happened a year like ago, Oscar, Jim. But now, like, Asuka got pinned by, by Carmella, and that was, like, the first person that pinned her. So, like, WWE hates Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, I literally but saw that. Nakamura lost too, so. so like they have to hate them. Like they legitimately hate them. Ma, 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 ma. Dumbass. Um, <laughs> well, they do have a day with Tommy on two oh five five. Let's be real about yeah, that. Which is like their hottest brand in the company. It, it, for some reason, I feel like nobody's paying attention still to two oh five live. It's so and that good. is the best wrestling week in and week out. Do you watch the purple? No comment. No, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I just can't like to me like it's not appointment television to me. I I, like, I really like. I mean, I, I get what they're doing. I appreciate like I is, understand is, is really good and really like it, it, building it that way is smart. But at some point, I think it it would really do well for them to incorporate it 
into regular pro- programming and get uh, people to pay attention to him. Um, and that may happen with the new TV deals. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Rousey's a Rousey's a fucking star. She's so good. She's so damn she good. she is so good. Um, and you know, and if she is this good in two televised matches, it, it's only going to get better from Wait here. Wait until she gets to WrestleMania. Right. It is literally o- only going to get better from here, people. But can we talk about big ass now? Okay. All right. Let's let's go to it. On Tuesday, the WWE posted to their uh, to their website. Simply, WWE has come to terms on the release of William Morrissey, in parentheses, Big Cast. No. That's it. Future No future endeavors. endeavors just as they did with uh, with Enzo. Um, the, there was no big uh, future endeavors there. Um, however, the reasons as to why he was released appears to be uh, multifaceted. Um, Cast went against a directive from Vince McMahon last month during a segment involving a little person. We're told this uh, is when things began to go south for him. According to an article on Sports Illustrated, Big Cass was apparently drinking during the European tour, uh, which took place a week after the incident with the little person, um, and he allegedly had attitude issues. They also claim, quote, being intoxicated in public is one of the underlying reasons for his firing. Multiple sources tell Sports Illustrated that one of the incidents uh, that rubbed people the wrong way happened in private, however, on the WWE talent bus. Um, they were told that the uh, bathroom lock was apparently broken, but Big Cast didn't realize it and thought he was being pranked. After being stuck inside for too long, a claustrophobic and angry Big Cast broke down the door, which <laughs> meant people had to embarrassingly use the restroom afterwards with no door. Uh, this obviously made some of the writers unhappy. It's worth noting um, that some understood his frustration, though, and weren't as angry as others. Um, both of these incidents in short time, coupled with uh, one or two additional unverified incidents, uh, seem to have been the final straw uh, for Big Cast. Um, I am happy that they let the feud play out and let Daniel Bryan get the win, um, because I think if you just cut, you know, if you fire Big Cast and you leave Daniel Bryan without a match uh, on the pay-per-view, that's bad for Daniel Bryan. Right. Um, so he gets the win. Um and and I think it also makes sense that it when Big Cast tapped, I thought that was really fast. I thought it was a very fast tap out for a big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and regardless of what you think about Big Cast, I'm not faulting you either way. But for a big guy in WWE to tap out to a little guy in WWE that quickly struck me as odd come tuesday it didn't strike me quite as odd yeah um i hate that big cast is this is big cast the person good luck with wherever you head i'm sure you will find work somewhere like you're you're young you're good looking apparently there's there's indie indie bookers who are already trying to get he does have and, a ninety day no compete. Enzo and Cass, like once the ninety day is up, right, right. Um, as a tag team, but those two also had a falling out, a, a, an actual falling out. Mm-hmm. But as we know, um, you know, money can it's work, bro. Money, well, and and money can speak things as well. That's true. Um, so if if promoters are really that desperate and and throw enough money at them. Then, uh, then they would probably a small loan of a million dollars. They would probably be okay with it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, big cast, the wrestler. Good riddance. So, like, 
I'm overjoyed because one, like I just I wasn't believing that a seven foot guy is like crying about a little guy like me like I, I I'm not here for this like new age seven foot chicken shit heel <laughs> I'm not here for it okay I got all right like I and you. I just I couldn't believe I couldn't buy into Big Cass. I didn't like his theme. I didn't like his stupid. You mean generic ever- rock song number four? It was so bad. Whatever it was. Don't play it. It's not worth playing. It's not even worth looking up, Jim. Already- the <laughs> only way I want you to play this is if you're actually looking up someone blowing a raspberry into a mic. <laughs> Just. <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, yes. Like even that is. The best thing Big Cast did. By the way, the name of this song is called Karma. <laughs> That's funny there. I like how that played out. The best thing Big Cast did was Blue Pants' theme song in NXT. <laughs> Am That's I right? Really true. Yeah, that that was, is the best thing that, that, that Big Cass had done. Know, I don't know that, that was, I realized yeah. that was him. Blue yeah. gentlemen, blue pants. Yeah. Um, who would have thought that in June of 2018, we would say that Carmella was the best of the three. That ain't right. That's not WWE music. That's not the right one. I mean, they did that one. That was the one when she came back, but it was... That's Big Cass. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This is the Price is Right song? Yeah, yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's the best thing that right there. That is one of the best things that Big Cass ever did. Yep. And that tag team move where Big Cass would throw Enzo out of the ring. <laughs> like, literally, it's that. Um, yeah, it, it... Here's the thing. It, you know, I hope the <laughs> guy personally is it will be fine yeah i'm sure he's fine. um you know learn from it whatever but yeah as a wwe character i am i am not going to shed a single tear not one for the for the because i have so much other things to look forward to on smackdown yeah smackdown is doing some smackdown I, and, and things, i think he's, man. he never fit in smackdown either he had all the makings of working out for smackdown i just i think i just think that it was poor like it was, it was just. I also feel like he's on, like on, he's like fifteen years late. It would have been really good if they would have done what I thought they were going to do and put Big Cass as the Miz's muscle. Yeah. If the Miz, but you know, do you know what I mean? Like I. Yeah. Because we like we were talking earlier, so slide him into the Diesel role. Make him like when they both came over from the Superstar Shakeup. Miz had just lost the Miztourage. Okay, that's fair. So he had yeah. no one to watch his back. Daniel Bryan and the Miz had a had a backstory. Yeah, big cast. I just comes don't think in. they wanted. To, I think they wanted to try to separate him from, you know, I'm the big guy to a smaller guy. But then what you do is you build him up. And granted, when Big Cass and Enzo split, it makes sense because Big Cass should beat up Enzo eleven times out of ten. Sure. But remember how hot Alex Riley was when he split oh, from the Miz? True. Imagine that with Big Cass, yeah. a legit seven-footer. But is, seven but is footer. Big Cass ever going to work as a face? I don't think Sprinkle he ever would. I think dust. he could. 
He has those those baby doe eyes. Yeah, those yeah, big yeah. That got hit by a freight train on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, they sure as hell did. <laughs> which was all, which also would result in. <laughs> um. All right, let's uh, a couple of things from Monday Night Raw. Uh, Dolph Ziggler wins the Intercontinental Title. Sometimes, after some point of you doing open challenges, eventually You're the gonna get payoff caught. is somebody beats you. Yeah, and the fact that he lost the same way he won the night before. Mm. handful mm. of trunks mm. hey how about that very very, very interesting how about that um, cheaters never brought six time intercontinental champions yeah i think that was probably uh, the uh, most surprising Dolph thing Ziggler. six time champion out he's of uh, sneaky he's got a sneaky big resume yeah hey here's I, the thing he, he's always good he's i would always really good drew galloway here or, or i'm sorry drew mcintyre you mean I, you mean new diesel New Diesel, actual <laughs> New Diesel, yes. But, like, really good New Diesel. Yeah. You do realize that Drew McIntyre is not seven feet tall, but it's very hard to not tell that he's not seven feet Especially tall. Especially in the day and age that we he's are now. He's literally 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's billed at 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he looks is like he he's really seven and a half feet knowing tall. People who have, knowing people who have shared a locker room with Drew McIntyre, and they say, I'm 6'4", Drew McIntyre is a completely different 6'4". It's because the guy's literally bigger than this living room. Yeah, like I'm pretty it, sure we have to blow the wall out. He's like a, he's Kool-Aid a, he man. is a monster. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. I don't think I have that. Oh no. That's okay. It'll be all right. Uh, we'll we'll find it another week. Um, I love his theme song. It's not top five. It's not top three. I'm sorry. Oh, it's absolutely top five. You're wrong. No. What do you what? What's a what? Oh no! It's top five. <laughs> I'd love I'd love to fight this. Yeah, we don't time. we don't have time. Okay, we don't have time. time. We're we're almost time. at eleven o'clock. Um, Good grief! Really? Ronda Rousey. Yeah, uh, we're, we're trucking right along tonight. Snapped, and I loved every minute of it. Yo, when she one arm through Kurt Angle like a little <laughs> ragdoll again. She just Ronda's going nowhere. You. You just learn to like it. Just learn to like it. Love it. Your life is going to be a lot better if you learn to like it. I'm going to beat her pink-haired um, ass and she gone. Like, I'm not going to lie. I love the little like pay-per-view outfit. Like The little the whole Piper thing is an absolute turn-on for Ryan. I'm just going to oh, throw I, that out there. I mean, not, not the little it. The little like <laughs> skirt and the... Oh, the fu- don't make me beg now. <laughs> <laughs> but if we could be serious for a moment, that shoot gut wrench power bomb on Alexa. Holy hell. Ooh. Dude, there was a point like Alexa like com- went completely limp. I thought they had I thought they had put a mannequin in. <laughs> no, seriously, go yeah. back and watch that segment. Th- there's a point when Rhonda picks her up and as she's throwing her through the table, Alexa doesn't look like a human being. Like, and I don't know, <laughs> she's a goddess. Don't you pay attention? Well, that's <laughs> very true. Um, but but truthfully, it wasn't like a power bomb that she's probably used to taking. Like it was over the shoulder. Tra- it was an over the shoulder. When like, was when how, like when was the last time? I, I don't know if we've ever seen a, a female superstar like power bombed. I think through a table the, like that. Oh, through, through a, a table? table? No, probably. China not. used to power bomb. China. China. D- Donald, who used to China. power bomb people? Thank you. Um, also, Sable. 
Satan. Right. I mean, it's been a long China. time since we've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and she and, and, shoot just. <laughs> I know. Like literally, I'm telling you, go back and I'm watch that impressed. scene. I'm more impressed with the fact that just Rhonda grabbed Kurt by the wrist and like you're coming with me and, and just <laughs> yucked Kurt Angle. <laughs> it just yucked him across Kurt the ring. Kurt like, um, all right, I'm gonna take this bump. Yo, uh, she was on it. I, I mean. As because I you know I make like the, the collage for like the the weekly show so I like I wanted something from that segment. You talk about the pay per view outfit. Give me Ronda Rousey in yoga pants every day of the week. Well, Not fair. to be a weirdo, God but bless. but that's just but she's fair. here to stay. She's fantastic, and uh, and and it's only going to get better. Uh, we touched on the uh, multi band match. Uh, looking at SmackDown Live, Sanity finally here. Yeah, Sanity here and booked for a match that never happened. Bravo. Yeah, well Loved done. It. Absolutely. Well done. Uh, Rusev, the number one contender. Uh, hello. SmackDown doing SmackDown things. WWE Universe, internet wrestling community, please don't mess this one up like you guys messed up the last please, one. Please. Well, the last time we had someone so out of nowhere be number one contender, he won the damn title, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yes this is true if we can get rusev for just for just one day as wwe champion well two days because that technically strangely arousing it would be very it would be two days it would be two days because it, would, it would happen on sunday and it would take place on it would then the title switch would happen on tuesday I would, yeah. I do mean, you feel like they have to do something gimmicky like this because none of the briefcases went to the SmackDown brand? No, I'm completely. I I don't think it's necessarily a gimmick. I think it's just um, it's a placeholder for something. I don't know what it is yet. Um, but it's not. It's, it doesn't surprise me that Raw gets all the things. Sitting here today, do you think Rusev? Does, like, I mean, I know we want Rusev doesn't have a chance to have. You don't think? Unless there is outside interference by someone else to cost AJ. Yeah, that's and, a tough thing. You have to knock off AJ Styles. Yeah. Like, and Nakamura can't do that. See, like, Rusev had Sunil and, um, God, what is the other name of the Singh brothers? Uh, Bollywood boys. Sunil and Samir Singh. He had the Bollywood boys. Good Singh, bad Singh. Good <laughs> yes. Singh's the one that got dumped on his head, and Randy Orton goes, yeah, that yeah. was tough. Good sing. Ouch. Um, but he had Ouch. the sings. He had the sings to run distraction and get the title off Randy. Rusev has Aiden, but also Rusev is a babyface. Like, Rusev is not a heel. Um, That's true. So we but need is- someone. We need someone else. Yeah. We I, need someone to, if, if we have anything, we need, like, a Nakamura to run in. Or, or I mean, like, Rusev Joe. just needs, like... Like a guy or a woman on on the outside that that could run some interference too. Maybe they can put somebody like with Rusev. I mean, he has that. I know, I was being sarcastic. But the thing is, is like babyfaces don't do that, and I think they're playing into that with the whole angle at the end of the night, where like Aiden English went to go shake the hand, and then AJ pops him. True. Like, there's something there, right? It's very, very. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very goes. invested into to the SmackDown, the WWE Championship Road to Extreme Rules. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers attack Daniel Bryan. Where do you guys think it's going? And we'll see if you, if I agree with you guys. Daniel Bryan in two weeks is going to show up in a jumpsuit, probably green with the sleeves cut off, 
And then the week after, they're going to be in a cage match. And then Daniel Bryan is going to peel off the jumpsuit, be in his gear. Yes, kick. The entire crowd is going to go banana. And he's going to he's going to kick. I hopefully he kicks Rowan's head off his head. Didn't that match? Now that Big Cass is gone, all of my Big Cass hate is now at Rowan. Rowan's, oh, but he's, Rowan's but he's got so to go. He's, he's got just, to go. You're unreal. But he's just so like you're he, unreal. He's with so that dumb. Hate. Bye. Didn't That's, that? That is not Didn't nice. that scenario end up with Daniel Bryan like openly admitting he was at the top of the cage and looking down and everything was blurry because of his concussions? Possibly. Like yeah. that's I just I'd hate to relive that yeah, Wyatt let's moment. Not, let's not go back down that. Road. I didn't say all that though. He's he's a he's a changed man now. He's healthy. He's okay. happy. Ryan, where do you think this is going? Okay, uh, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is going that um, Paige is going to put the Miz with Daniel Bryan, and they're going to wrestle for the tag team championships. And the Miz is going to prevent them from winning the tag team championships, which is going to lead towards the Daniel Bryan versus Miz, Miz match at SummerSlam. I think they're going to win the tag titles. Oh, I guess they could win. They'll win the tag Oh, yeah, well, because there's a July show we have to get through. That is so WWE, though. Like, there are so many tag teams that are available. And it's like... so SmackDown because that's the MVP <laughs> Matt Hardy storyline. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's very perfect. true. It's perfect. Oh, Jim, you big genius, you. Big so, sexy Jim I'm with so his, smart. His, his sexy How is brain. the most successful tag teams in the WWE just two random stars I put mean, together? Like, Daniel, the bar. Daniel Bryan and The Miz, The Bar... Braun Strowman and Nicholas. The oh, name get the fuck just... out. I'm done. You're an asshole. <laughs> I you hate him. Too. disrespectful, stupid idiot. All right. From PW Insiders, Mike Johnson on Tuesday. Ring of Honor has lost its debut event in New York City's Madison Square Garden. During an interview um, with Ring of Honor COO Joe Coff um, to promote the uh, June 29th Best in the World pay-per-view. Um, Johnson asked Koff about the uh, pending debut at Ring of Honor. He said, you know, I'm going to tell you, Mike, because you're asking. I'm not going to discuss beyond this statement because I'm not going to litigate this in the press. We had a deal with Madison Square Garden. Then they told us they were backing out after communications with the WWE. We're not able to get any other dates in any kind of discussion. I'm expecting that our lawyers will be contacting all the parties involved. And the best we can hope is that we can find a resolution so we can bring the kind of energy and excitement that Ring of Honor and our partner New Japan to a bigger audience and to bigger arenas uh, to the fans of New York City. So what happened was is that uh, Ring of Honor got permission from Dad, but not Mom. And then Mom found out and was like, you come home right now, son. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the It was never confirmed from Ring of Honor, but the belief is that they were trying to run MSG um, either during WrestleMania week or like right before WrestleMania, um, which obviously you know is is going to be in New York next year. Um, you know the the Garden had been reaching out to other wrestling companies as WWE has not been running the venue consistently um, as they've been running in the Barclays Center. Uh, WWE returns to Madison Square Garden, of course, for a house show on July seventh. Uh, the Undertaker. Uh, will be appearing at MSG for the first time since September of 2010, um, and uh, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming they'll find some way to uh, abridge that 30 day suspension uh, for Ronda Rousey because she is set to make her MSG debut 
uh, on that show as well. Uh, PW Insider contacted the WWE. They declined to comment on this one. Um, here's the thing. This is honestly what I think is uh, I think Ring of Honor knew exactly what they were doing. I, I think this the, the, this is to garner interest. I mean, and, and it's, you know, like we talked about last week, this is a direct product of All In. Um, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not slighting that or shitting on that in any way, shape, or form. Um, but th- this, this is a result of the success of All In. Uh, you know, you you make some headlines. We're going to be at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Um, well, guess what? They knew the WWE was going to shut them down. They knew this was going to get attention on them. Um, and you know what? It's fucking smart, if you ask me. So good. It's it, it, it's brilliant. Uh, like and and whenever Ring of Honor gets to run somewhere in or around New York City, uh, a bigger venue in or around New York City. I mean, Nassau Coliseum is renovated, you know, over on Long Island. Um, you know, there would be a perfect p- perfect place for a bigger show. Um, I mean, there, there's there's places in uh, in New Jersey you can even run arenas in New Jersey. So there, there's places they can go uh, of a bigger size. They, they they knew exactly what they were doing. It was smart. Um, you know, and and because here's the thing. Everybody wants to talk about how, you know, petty or whatever WWE is. Um, you know, you were trying to run WWE's home arena during WrestleMania week. They knew what they were doing. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. And Madison Square Garden, if it was if it was really that bad and they really wanted to run other shows there, they could do it. Like, this isn't yeah. some sort of, like, crazy legally binding thing they have with the WWE. This is, this is you know, what... My my assumption is some sort of like gentleman's agreement that they have, and and it probably goes back to Vince Senior. Like it dates back to Vince Senior. I, I think I was reading it goes back to Vince's grandfather. Oh, with boxing. Yeah. So I mean, wow. it's this. It, you know, it's a gentleman's agreement, and and you know they like to continue to honor it because guess what? Um, companies have, and I'm not Ring of Honor. I have I've tons of respect for, but the biggest player in the game that has been around, you know at least to all of us forever is WWE and you, you don't shit where you eat. It's a show like WWE is the show. There's a reason why it's called the major leagues. There's a reason why like it gets all of the accolades that it does like, but big, big up to ring of honor. If anything, this is just going to make ring of honor a better brand. It's going to have that, Absolutely. that cult following. It's like, Absolutely. Oh, w, this, it's what WWE just did to ring of honor. is the same thing that WCW was doing to WWE and how WWE was like, oh, we're just a mom and pop. We're trying to go against the big, the, right. the man. They're trying to shut us down. Uh, the Sinclair can do the exact same thing. Yep, absolutely. Let's let's not pretend Sinclair is like a small mom. And They're pop. not. Oh, yeah, this like, isn't this not is, a chance. Like when, when people talk about indies, Ring of Honor isn't an indie. Sinclair's 2016 revenue was 2.73 billion dollars. That's a lot. Uh, of money. That's a lot of money, right? That, money, money. But if, not all of that is invested in Ring of Honor. I get it. Yes, absolutely. But but if if Sinclair coming off of the success of an All In and how quickly that sells out, if Sinclair gets wind of that and like, hey, maybe there's money to be made with this wrestling outfit that we have, and this was their first like, let's dip our toe, which is more than dipping a toe in to go after Madison Square Garden. Like this is a full blown like kick water on your opponent. Um, right. I get that. 
Gage but like, interest. let's dip our let's dip our toe in here and see what happens. It's and about to go down. Exactly, <laughs> and and it gets this response from the WWE, sure. and the WWE is not stupid. Like they know who Ring of Honor is. They Absolutely. can't pretend they don't. Absolutely, but they like do. they have their entire good. 2008 roster. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty much. Yeah, they call it NXT. Um, no, they call it the main or roster. the main roster. Actually, they had right. more. Joe Bryan Rollins. Right, the Cesaro. right NXT is their their 2012 roster. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Um, you know, like there's there's plenty of money there if Sinclair wanted to invest and really see what they have in Ring of Honor. Sure. Um, and and man, with with their tie-ins with New Japan and shit like that, like it could shake up the business more than shut up and take my money. impact ever could or or TNA ever yeah. could. So that's uh, that's exciting. It's Let's gonna just... be fun to pay attention to. I yeah, know that much. Sure will. Because uh, this isn't going away anytime soon. Also. Um, it just came out today. Uh, Dave Meltzer noted in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Hideo Itami will be returning to NOAA for a show on August 28th. Uh, this will be the first uh, thing that happens as part of a temporary deal that the companies have agreed upon. Um, dude, I'm all in favor of this. You got you know, Adam Cole defending a title at Evolve. You have Itami going to NOAA. Um, what a like, seriously, what a time to be alive. You know, even, right. even if you're even if you're like just a fan just a fan of the WWE and like that, that bleeds into NXT. Like you, like there's a good chance that you're going to, you know, at least try and check out the Adam Cole match at Evolve. You're probably going to try and check out whatever it Tommy does at Noah. Like for me, um, you know, the, the, and I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like we watched wrestle kingdom. I want to say nine, nine or 10. Um, utmost respect for those for those athletes it's not my speed it just isn't like i can't sit for four and a half hours and watch wall-to-wall match 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 I, it just it's very tough for me to watch that um it's not your brand it's, it's not, not my brand the the main reason that i subscribed to new japan world to watch wrestle kingdom this year chris jericho like it, it is what it is so like you the you know, allowing your talent to go here, go here. Hey, we're going to do stuff in the UK, which it now has turned into a UK brand. But it, it, this is this is so freaking smart. And you know, this this to me, um, you know, I I think people had this uh, like illusion that one day Vince McMahon was going to wake up and go, you know what? Here you go, Hunter. Here are the keys. I'm leaving. Like that, that's not the way it's going to go down. Th- these little things i think are like the triple h things mm-hmm. like it, it's this this is what it's starting to look like people um i, I think even this week i i saw reports that like triple h has said you know at least in in some sort of you know not not like in a public interview or anything like that that he you know they're contemplating doing like cross-branded matches with new japan this is what it looks like, so, and it looks really good. So the gateway drug for that <laughs> is partially uh, up, up, down, down. Yes. That's the gateway. Um, so the New Day just recently were featured on an episode of Being the Elite. Crazy. Right. Like, like they, were at, they were at E3, and they played each other in Street Fighter Five. Yeah. And the New Day and the Elite... We're interacting and cutting promos on each other, and, Kenny, and like Kenny, thing, Omega's, Kenny Omega thing on the network. Yeah, because like the, years ago. Yeah, because Kenny was in developmental. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's, it's great. It's it's a matter of time. One, like 
They're not so they're not they're not gonna get him. So just book him like do a crossover thing. They're already it's already there, it's, man. It's like, there. Like it's We're already there. there. Like um what was I gonna say? Oh, Noah. Uh, Hideo Itami going back to pro wrestling Noah is going to be a great thing. Absolutely. Um, if you go back and you look at like the actual history of Hideo Itami, um, he was originally in pro wrestling Noah by the name of Kenta. He's actually Kenta Kobashi's young boy. Um, if that name means anything to you. Um, so Hideo Itami was actually going to retire before the WWE called. Wow. To bring him in. I don't know that I knew that. Yep. And so him going home to Noah, Pro Wrestling Noah, is a great thing because it gives a Tommy what he wants. He wants yes. to go back to Pro Wrestling Noah, especially now that Noah is on a resurgence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pro Wrestling Noah was a very big brand, especially in like 2006, 2007, Ring of Honor time with guys like Sima and Shingo and uh, Marafuji. Um, God bless you. Yeah. Right now, Pro Wrestling Noah, uh, most recently, you may know, uh, I think Eddie Edwards is the Pro Wrestling, the, the GHC heavyweight champion. Okay. Uh, the, glo- the global for, yeah. honor, The Global Honor Crown champion. Um, yeah, the Japanese feds love to name their titles something different right. than the promotion. It's like right, yeah. Noah's the Global Honor Crown, the IWGP. Is New for, Japan. Yeah. New yeah. Japan. Um, so... There's definitely things there. A Tommy going back, it satiates satiates him to go home, but also it's cross promotion. Like, hey, yeah. come back to WWE, and also Smart they business. may be sending a Tommy over so he can be like, hey, really over pro wrestling Noah guy. I got like a contract at home. We're probably gonna do another cruiserweight classic in like two years. Maybe you want to come do that. Sounds like smart business. Yeah. It's- that's uh, it's exactly what it sounds like to me. Go back the last two years and just check out what Impact Wrestling has been doing. And partially, I think they've had to do it to try to survive um, in the branch away from TNA and to stand alone. But uh, Ishimori from NOAA and, and uh, mm-hmm. New Japan yeah, I mean, they had, they has had been in like, multiple like cruiser wear ups x division right sure. seven ma- uh, matches they uh, had a partnership with world one world one lucha underground pentagon like like all of these tie-ins uh they're doing a ton of stuff with triple a uh laredo kid uh they're doing stuff now with House Drago, of Hardcore too. arrow star like yeah i mean you it, know all of these and again i get we're not talking the wwe we're talking right. about like sure impact wrestling and it's probably much easier for a small brand to do things like that it's, but, al- it's almost very much like a modern take on the national wrestling alliance right good point very great point very great point um now I, we, we were talking about triple h a minute ago and i forgot You've got mail at the, at the top of the show uh listeners sent us the uh he's an elite figure triple h uh with the uh with the wrestlemania attire so we want to uh we want to thank Whoever sent that didn't have a return address on was it. The but, thirty-one attire. Yeah, this is the WrestleMania thirty-one attire. Uh, you know when he buried the hell out of Sting, I think was the the biggest complaint there. But yeah, whoever sent us that, we appreciate that. Oh, yeah, the Stinger's so hurt. Yeah. Well, it's because that unsafe Rollins guy. Uh, anyway, well, let's move on. Um, WWE uh, announces a NXT UK brand. Finally. Um, uh, for eight live events that will be taped for NXT UK and the United Kingdom C- series featuring uh, the greatest competitors in the, U- the United Kingdom and Ireland, uh, the UK Championship plus two new championships 
Uh, the UK Women's Championship and the UK Tag Team Championship will be on the line at NXT UK events July in Cambridge, August in Birmingham, uh, October in Plymouth, and November in Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> yep, just keep signing me up. The, yep. It, 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 like, Wait, more original content on the WWE Network? Yes, please. Yeah. Sure. Um, again, I mean, it, it, it just simply... Shut up and take my money. Ring that bell. It is, it is that freaking easy. Um, it's, it, this is awesome. We, we've, we've talked over the last couple shows, uh, about this, uh, you know, like global, you know, NXT, we're going to have like a performance center here and a performance center here, uh, all around the world. Um, it's almost like the world wrestling entertainment is really world. meaning that really worldwide. Uh, and again, brainchild of triple H, uh, just, and we're talking, like we're talking about the world. It's not on the show notes. I just want to slip this in here now. The Australia show that yes, the Australia show that I had told you about that was coming actually has a date. October 6th, they're doing WWE Super Showdown. Yeah, something like that. Super Showdown. Uh, Undertaker versus Triple H in the last time ever. Shawn Michaels scheduled to appear. Maybe wrestling. Maybe wrestling. Maybe. Women can actually make this trip. Oh, it's, for great for it's, right. it's great for everybody. It's great for everybody. Cut his mic. Like you didn't see that one I know I did Um, uh, Announcement about All In uh, From uh, I guess this is last night The All In Twitter account tweeted We can confirm we have uh, Decided in favor of licensing production So 100% this event Will be broadcasted in some capacity We want as many people to see it as possible Details in the coming weeks Uh, Signed Cody, Matt, and Nick Uh, So like we said, because I think we People were asking about this um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, if you didn't get tickets to All In because they sold out quickly, and you don't want to spend the high dollar, uh, you're gonna find a you're gonna be able to find a way to see this. So, so. where does it go? I don't know because there's like three options. Like for me, there's possibly four legitimate options. Honor okay. Club is my is my Honor connection. Club. Okay. High Spots Network. Okay. Powerbomb.tv. Okay. Or what I think is going to go on, New Japan World. And the reason why is because the other three I mentioned, especially High Spots and Honor Club, have had issues with live streaming. Yes. Like, notable. Right. And, hey, you just watched Wrestle Kingdom. Did you have any issues with the live feed? Uh, no. Okay, so why not? They're already they've already booked Okada. Okada's going to be there. Nick and Matt are probably really tight with Gato right now. Mm-hmm. They're NW, uh, IWGP World Champion Kenny Omega is going to be there. He's going to be defending probably against someone, or it's going to be a six man with the Golden Elite, whatever. It would make sense if New Japan wants to go into the route of trying to be hot on the heels of the WWE and they wanted some non-New Japan content for the U.S. audience to finally purchase New Japan World. Yeah. This will right. probably be it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie says US... maybe the Fight Network. I mean, there, there's there's the, the op- Fight app. Yeah. The, you can fight, the could fight, be, app. You know, fight could do it as well. Um, I definitely don't see it going to high spots. 
they couldn't handle the CZW show. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, um, I'm just saying. With I know that Nick and Matt, like the the young bucks, have close. a have yes, a working with relationship yes. with High Spots. Yeah, High Spots shit the bed with their last like CZW live show. Yeah, so I think they'll, they'll try to bed. avoid that one. Um, I hope they would. They're talking about 100 percent licensing, so that means they're actually shopping this. Yeah, absolutely. Which means they're going. They're somebody's going to pay for it, and New Japan's got the money. Um, do you do you think there's a chance it ends up on? Like it's like straight pay per view in the U.S. Possibly, I mean, it's certainly possible. Ring of Honor does. I mean, Ring of Honor TNA. It'd also be really cool if the WWE Network picked it up. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I didn't the even think of that. Have the money. I mean, yeah. I mean, Conrad's been promoting Starcast on something else to wrestle with well, all the time. Yeah, like I mean, if the WWE really wanted wanted to shut it down, they could be like, "Hey, don't show that shit." I mean, they could, right. but, but they're not going right. to. No. I, it, Rising wow. tides raise all boats. Wow. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine what that would even do for network subscriptions? Oh, you would have like, to give it away for free that month. <laughs> <laughs> um, and all those smarky people that canceled their WWE network that never actually canceled uh, would have to buy it back. Crazy. Um, or create a new email address and just get it for free. Uh, WWE is set to make a, quote, huge announcement about women's wrestling. Uh, Triple H spoke to Gimme Sport while in the UK this week for the WWE UK title tournament and said the WWE will have a huge announcement on women's wrestling coming very soon. And they did. They already announced it. Oh, wait. What did I miss? The May Young Classic is officially back. That's what the new. That's what, the, that's oh, what that's it was. That's that big. We already knew it was coming back. But they officially announced it. It's officially announced. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that's what it really? was. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's kind of a letdown. It's the May Young Classic, brother, brother. Oh, yeah. that's boring. And not, not like the, the event's not boring. You heard it? But uh, like the announcement's headline, boring. Headline, Big Jim, women's wrestling is boring. <laughs> Book it, print it, boring. put it on a shirt. <laughs> New it, collar yeah, and elbow. Our t- Twitter's going to blow up. Um, Big Jim hates women's wrestling. Greatest Royal Rumble, best event ever. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. That's what it has to be because the Mae Young Classic hadn't been formally announced when Triple H made the statement. Then, like, the next day or so, they say, I feel like that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I feel stupid. Unless unless there's something bigger than that. could be. Jim. I feel dumb. What are you? Remember that really, remember that really great promo with a guy in the woods, and we all thought it was Sting, and then the door opened, and it was the Undertaker, and we were all let down because the Undertaker's back. That's what this is. Like, oh, women's wrestling, really great things gonna happen. It's the May Young Classic. We should have known it was the May Young Classic. And I mean, I'm excited about the May Young Classic. Don't get me wrong, but man, I I'm I'm excited to have it back. No, I'm excited I, to have I, it back. I think if there's if there's any group of people. That that have championed women's wrestling, I think it's three count Thursday. So I mean, that's yeah, no, no, no. I, I, again, I'm right. Not, I'm, not, I'm not just except for Big Joe. Yeah. He's just along for the ride. I meant I was. I thought the announcement was going to be because they had already put the May Young Classic was returning in the Nick the Network promo that aired during WrestleMania. Right, but I thought the, that was like announcing. Well, it. it was like come. It's like come. Like it coming will be soon. here eventually uh, at some point. Man, yeah. I got my I got my hopes up. All right, no. anyway. What did you hope it was? I'm just curious. I don't know. Oh. I honestly don't know. We're going back to the Divas Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that butterfly back, damn it. <laughs> um, and the uh, and panties. <laughs> Jesus. The final thing I uh, I have on this uh, on this show, uh, Charlotte Flair to be included in ESPN's, uh, ESPN Magazine's Body Edition. 
Uh, star-studded group of athletes will grace the pages of ESPN, uh, ESPN the magazine's body issue that is coming out, I believe it's either this month or in July. Uh, according to ESPN, the following uh, athletes will be included in the issue. Charlotte Flair, uh, Jerry Rice, Adam Rippon, who is a Olympic figure skater, Brenna Stewart, who is a WNBA forward, uh, Sue Bird, who is a guard for the WNBA Seattle Storm, Megan Rapinoe, uh, who is a on the women's U.S. women's soccer team, and Seattle Rain, uh, Greg Norman, Hall of Fame golfer. Oh, Christ. Uh, he's like 70 years old. Tori Bowie, uh, Olympic track star. Jesse Diggins, Olympic cross-country skier. Carl Anthony Towns, NBA uh, Minnesota Timberwolves center. Dallas Cakel, uh, Houston Astros pitcher. Yasiel Puig. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder Lauren Chamberlain, a softball player Crystal Dunn, U.S. women's national team soccer player and Zlatan Ibramovic I think I said that right I think you did Wow, I looked at that name and my my brain went into a (laughs) panic Phonetically Um, Who is uh, a star for the MLS's LA Galaxy uh, as well as uh, Saquon Barkley who was the number two pick in the NFL draft for the uh, New York Giants uh, Charlotte Flair will be the first professional wrestler to be included in the uh, in the issue. The body issue is an edition of ESPN, the magazine that features dozens of athletes uh, in nude and semi-nude photographs, which is intended to rival the annual Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. The issue first debuted in October of 2009. That's a, I mean, that's a big accomplishment uh, for Charlotte and, and, and like for the WWE. Again, it, it's it, it, I still think it is such a weird world. Um, growing up a wrestling fan and having like the mainstream sports media just completely ignore anything wrestling ever does. Right. To now living in a world where Sports Illustrated and CBS Sports and Bleacher Report and all of that um, regularly posts and has articles and, and features things relating to the WWE. ESPN has a tab on the website yes. for WWE. Yeah. And like they cover other like you know like major independence as well like i mean they've covered stuff relating to like new japan and in ring of honor and stuff so uh and have had features on independent wrestling superstars so it's a weird world and i'm totally it's cool with it it's a great world yeah i'm totally yeah, but cool but then you're going to complain that the WWE goes over 4 hours for pay-per-views but <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> if you if you i'm saying i got to get up in the morning and I'm just, I mean, here I'm fine with that. I'm usually up till like past midnight anyway. But I'm just like, if you're if you're gonna make it a point that your shows are four hours now, I, I don't know. I, maybe maybe it's like an episode of Raw. I expect it to run over. I, I just I, maybe I'm used to my pay per views having that cutoff, and I know they're not pay per views anymore. They're network specials, but they call them pay per views. So have that hard cutoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I just I it, I feel more comfort. Yeah. With with that cutoff. I just I, I thought we were going to talk about John Cena's reverse vasectomy today on the show. I had a lot of notes on that. There's and I so just, many other. Things. I just guess we're not. We we're out of time. We're not going to get to the There's reverse so vasectomy. John Cena. I was ready to talk about. I mean, we can talk about it. Just taping taping the tubes back together <laughs> for for big big stud John. But big, uh, I, guess, I would just assume uh, that like he could he could just like tell them to to reverse it and somehow his like super cena sperms could just figure it out probably so today 
uh, at seven o'clock, the WWE the, the wedding is back on. Yep. Uh, for 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 John Cena yeah. and Nikki Bella, so it's yeah. it's back on. It's good to know. It's very good to know. But see, I I, I feel just, like because because I watch Total Divas and Total Bellas, and I'm gonna watch. Um, Ms. and Mrs. I can't wait for that just because so Maurice is so hot. I know it's she's, she's pregnant so pregnant. Belly. I don't care. I don't like pregnant belly. Yo, she's for all the women out there, like you know, doing the pregnancy thing. Awesome, doing the pregnancy thing. You know, doing that baby making thing. <laughs> you know, that thing, thing that we did to you actually um, to, to make this. But like, Thanks. I don't know. I pregnant bellies freak me out. <laughs> but it's Maurice. I I know. I don't know, but I, I am looking forward to the show. I, I'm I'm a sucker for re, for su- certain reality TVs, um, <laughs> but like I feel like it's there's the, this really weird world where like if you if you follow along with the real life timeline of the whole Bella and 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 Cena back and forth, um, and then people are reporting on things that are going to be happening on total bellas that are actually like months old because on the show they're not even at wrestlemania yet oh good point oh so this isn't the back on this is like there was off again well like they had they had split up and like that was i think really before it was it was like super public and then they got back together and that was the I want to have a reverse vasectomy and I want to put a baby in you dinner conversation. But like now, like at the end of this week's episode is like, you know, in like the coming weeks or whatever, there was like the, you know, the weddings back off because, you know, the, the, you know, the problems were so much deeper than just the whole baby thing. So like it's, it's, okay, it's, it's, right. ha- it's hard for me to be able to follow what reality we're in. Like what reality is being reported on? Because there was stuff being reported. So the reality of a reality show, or the reality of professional wrestling, or the actual reality like, of what's it, happening it, in it's, John it's, it's and Nicole Garcia's life. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's crazy. It's weird um, because like it's things weird. that are things that are being reported are, are like are months old, but people are reporting on them. Oh my god, my brain hurts. See. It, like it's, it's. I didn't even know that. I thought this vasectomy thing was like a real recent thing. No, it wasn't like they just went out to dinner like after Raw on Monday. No, this that, was, that was on Total Bellas. That was on Total Bellas, but people are reporting like there are Damn news. It. They're like Entertainment was, Weeklies are reporting that on was it. At least, that was at least like four or five months ago. Yeah, probably. Total Bellas worked me right because like one of I'm like work because I'm sitting here and I'm like, what I think they're doing where, is like, where, are they where, trying where, to where, trick? Where, where? Are they trying to trick fans into thinking that like Total Bellas is in real time, and like That's fucking crazy, dude? Like what? What? Right? Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. I can't even handle it. I'm shutting down. I, I know it hurts. I'm shutting down right now. It hurts. I can't. Right? Like look at it. We're oh, we're just we literally we we're just. I just want John Cena swimmers to work again. That's all I want. His super swimmers. I mean, yeah. It's it's. I can't. I can't keep track of it. I can't keep track of what's real, and what's not. You know what is real? Did you guys see the uh, video of the guy, like Randy Savaging, elbow dropping on an alligator? One of the greatest things I've ever How seen. How great is in that? The like, form of my is life. so great. The fat slow guy just can't swim fast enough, so he Randy Savage elbow drops on a fucking oh, alligator. Yeah. I loved it. So good. Yeah. It. It's amazing. Great form. You're absolutely right. It's absolutely amazing. And it wasn't ZZ, which was awesome. It was. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, I love ZZ. Um, wow. <laughs> I always had to bring up Dem Alligator. Dem Alligator. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Anything else? Anything else from the week? Um, the the Hardy Boys twenty four. Oh, good God! The best WWE twenty four. You know what? I'm even going to say I'm going to agree with Conrad Thompson. The best thing on the WWE Network right now. They told the whole story once. They got all the facts. Yep. Talked about TNA. They didn't pull punches. They told the whole. They they talked about Matt beating up Rebby. Yeah, yeah. They they yeah yeah they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it, wow. If you have not watched it, repeat it again. Watch it. You have to watch it. Actually, cut off the because literally after this, we're just going to do our outro. Uh, QB fifty four promo code podcast twenty percent. Yeah, you got it. Leave. You know, three count Thursday dot com. <laughs> yeah, go no watch. Doubt. You need to go watch. If you, if you haven't watched it, cut us off now. Go watch. Go right? watch. I'm fine with that. Um. All right, boys. Uh, okay, bye. Where, where can uh, Tim? Where can people follow you? Uh, Twitter. Um, Twitter at not the tool man. I also do uh, some stuff on the side. Uh, excellenceprofessionalwrestling.com uh, place. I do commentary for every so often. Give us a look out. Uh, Ryan, where can people follow you, you guys? Follow me. It's R Y N Eagle R Y N E A G L E. Hope to see you tomorrow night out at club reverb. Uh, dude, they serve alcohol there. Come out and have a couple drink. What a way it's to end Friday. your Friday kick, night. Kick off your weekend. Right. With some Tickets awesome... available at the door. Hope to see you there. Also, check out the Undercover Boss episode with Stephanie McMahon. It was yeah. a great episode. Absolutely really loved good. It. Really That's good. Something we didn't get else to talk about out. that. There's so much shit this week. There really was. This. There, I guarantee you there's stuff we missed. Guarantee you there's stuff we missed. But uh, uh, go check out our Instagram. I didn't even write down who the hell the uh, woman of the week was. But go over there and find out that. Head over to threecountthursday.com. We got uh, Tim's pick of the week. We have Mark's WCW. Um, if you're paying attention to things that happened this week, and WCW, like World Championship Wrestling, you probably know who this week's WCW was. But go check it out anyway. Check out our collar and elbow brand deal. Use promo code 3COUNT for 10% off of each and every order. Uh, check out our merchandise over whatamaneuver.net. And much, much more. Again, go over to 3COUNTTHURSDAY.COM. The Patreon's over there as well. We want to give a shout-out to Scotty, who is our uh, number one patron. We also have uh, who's we were a second patron, right? Yeah, I, I forget. I forgot who it was. We do have a yeah, second, second patron. We're going to throw there. a shout out uh, on social media tomorrow. Um, but, uh, you know, find out what that's all about. Patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Again, QB50, play QB54.com promo code podcast. 20% off of each and every order. And uh, go over to NGSCSports.com. That is our home network. I'm getting the end of the music here. So until next week, go for the pin. Go for the pin.